So listen, should we first talk about your new celebrity? Your new celebrity mm, status? I don't know about that. <laughs> That's up to you, Tony. I'm not really... Is, is, listen, I don't know. Is uh, Hoopstream is yep. a digital division of or a show from the digital division of ESPN. Is that correct? From what I understand. And and they were very scared. They're very scared to have you on the show. They were or they were not? They were very scared to have you on the show. Because hmm. because my man was taking making some takes and he's like, oh, oops, I better take back that take first and check. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I don't know if I want to debate. I don't know if I want to debate with with Jay Dub because I'm probably going to lose that debate. Um, and and I think he took it. It was something. I know it was something to do with KD, but yeah, he took it back pretty like quick, fast, and in a hurry, as we used to say. Um, with so the quickness. For those that don't know, um, my guy here, Chill, was on Hoop. It's called Hoop Stream, right? That's what it's I, called. I have not seen the show before. Um, so Hoop Stream, they obviously talk hoops. It's an online uh, platform. Where can they find that if they want to go see the full episode? If you go to uh, the ESPN app, if you go to the ESPN app, you can find it right there. It's that simple. Oh, it's right there? Okay. Yeah, right on the ESPN um, app. We're doing an early morning edition. I'm exhausted. I don't know if you're tired. For those that are watching, we get the fluent and chill shirts. So we, we rocking. Um, strictly, strictly coincidence. Mm-hmm. Um, for those that have joined in the chat, send through your chats, send through your super chats. We'll we'll get to all of them. We are going to build, um, build up to the, the, the I think go right to twelve o'clock Eastern time, and then that'll take you right into open gym. So mm-hmm. you can go show that you're smarter than Mars and and Dub, uh, and debate with them live on their on their show too. Is is, is that is, with, with Dub? Is that difficult, Tom? <laughs> he's gotten better. He's got. Okay. I give, uh, he's gotten uh, better. He's uh, gotten uh, better. He's gotten okay. better. <laughs> I think we're team. I think we're we're. I think we're teaming up. I think we're teaming up. Oh, so um, so so the, so the beef has simmered. Okay, I like that. I never had. Hey, let's be clear. I never had a beef. Mars clearly now has a beef with me because he's saying El Fluent. So I'll have to take him out again. I think he's still mad Uh-oh. about that magic thing. Uh-oh. Um, but uh, <laughs> no, Dub Dub and I, I believe, are going to be in a tag team battle royal. Um. Me and Dub versus Bama and J Rob. I did um, see something about that. Tom. Yeah, we're gonna do we're gonna do a couple a couple football, a couple basketball. I'm um, gonna do a double debate because it was it was getting too easy for me. Right, we had the two debate shows. I didn't lose one round, so it's just like, hey, let's make it, let's change it up a little bit. It's, right, it's, right. Too, it's too easy for me. It's too easy. Break up the fluent fluent show. Break it up. Yeah, we got. Fluent, we, yeah, it's we, just, we, it's, I'm too fluent for everybody. Um, <laughs> for those that are, are here, let me just say this is a one time thing that we're doing this morning. Um, I'll admit it's my fault. I have a uh, a black tie affair tonight that I have to attend to. It's the uh, uh, Toronto International Auto Show, and I will be there. Uh, at, it's VIP night, so I need to go, um, you know, do my thing. Tone gets fresh, you know. And Tone yeah, clean up know. real – just so you guys know, Tone cleans up really nice, too. Just so yeah. Just so you do, tone clean up yeah. real good. He had mentioned to me that he was going to clean up his face, and I was like, if you do that, I'm never speaking to you again. If you – no, Mrs. Fluent took me into keeping the beard. I'm a you do not do that. No, absolutely not. That's not happening. Right. Here's <laughs> what we're gonna do. We're gonna kick it off just like this. I'm mm-hmm. I'm just gonna pull up the NBA standings. We're gonna go through each team, mm-hmm. and I will let you make a case, whichever case you want to make. 
if after the all-star break, mm-hmm. after the all-star break, they're going to get better, they're going to ascend, or mm-hmm. are they going to get worse? I will then do the opposite. So whatever you pick, even mm-hmm. though I'll tell you whether I agree with you or not, but then I will tell you the opposite. So if you say Boston's going to get better, I'll mm-hmm. just tell you why they might get worse. Okay. Is that fair? And so let's let's start there. We'll start in the Eastern Conference. Let's do uh, we'll it. We'll go by division. So we'll do the uh let's do the Atlantic. You want to do the Atlantic? Let's do the Atlantic. Let's do the Atlantic Division first. Because I'm 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 from the Northeast and Tone, you in the yeah. Northeast. You're, I'm an Atlantic Division guy. We're, so we're, and, and we're the only people that are awake right now. Yeah. Because I know everybody is seven o'clock in California right now. They sleeping. Yeah. Um Boston. All right. The Celtics. The Celtics. Are the Celtics will they rise or fall? Yeah, let's call it rise or fall after the all-star break. I think that they stay where they are. They're at the number one seed, but I don't think that they get worse. Now, with Marcus Smart coming back, with – who am I thinking about? Um, Harford, I'm sorry. With Harford, with Marcus Smart coming back, with Harford coming back, right? With Tatum back in the lineup. I don't understand why he didn't play a couple of nights ago against Milwaukee, but he played last night against Detroit. That doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. But anyway, with those dudes coming back, now Derek White goes to the bench. Right. Not only does Derek White go to the bench, now their rotation guys aren't going to be doing what they did in the past. So you're telling me if they're going to get worse. I said that they stay where they are, Tom. I we think can't now you can't pick you can't pick stay where they are. That's a cop right. up. You right. have to like rise or right. fall. You got to say rise or fall. I think they fall, and I think Milwaukee goes ahead of them. Because I think that when Derek White goes back to the bench, when when Williams goes back to the bench, that production that they was getting. I don't think that they're going to get that from those guys. I think Milwaukee has gotten better. We'll, we'll get to Milwaukee in a little bit, but I think that they fall. All right. I, I, I'm. I, this one's a hard one, right? Because I think I agree. I think they stay where they are. Mm-hmm. But if you have to pick one. So if I had to make the argument why they're going to rise, I'm going to say that that it's more so the other teams mm-hmm. that, will, that, will, that allow them to rise. I believe there's teams like the Nets. That used to be, and we'll get to the Nets, but that used mm-hmm. to be a oh, that's that's I don't know if that's a win or a loss. Well, not, that's probably going to be a win. So right. there's some teams that have gotten worse in the East specifically, and that's the teams that they're going to play more. I think they've got the, the the best duo in the conference. So I think based just based on Tatum and Jalen Brown alone, as long as they stay healthy, mm-hmm. um, they're they're going to end up as the number one seed. So I don't know that they can rise more than the number one seed, mm-hmm. but they will not have, I don't think they're going to have like a 10-game losing streak or anything. So right. I think the Celtics, it's a tough one with these guys at the top. Yeah. Uh, so let's jump right down. The next one in the Atlantic is the 76ers. The 76ers. Currently, 76ers. currently 38-19, mm-hmm. three games behind Boston. Uh, like, I'll give you some more. They've won four in a row, seven and three mm-hmm. in their last 10. Yep. 76 is a tough man because Joel Embiid is the catalyst to what they're doing. And I don't really concern myself with those other guys. I don't concern myself with James Harden. I don't concern myself with Tobias Harris. And the reason why I don't is because I recognize now as good as Joel Embiid is, we're going to go as far as the big man takes us period. And he hasn't shown that he can take those guys as far as I think he can. So I think that they fall. I'm changing it up just so you know. I'm not doing mm-hmm. divisions anymore. I'm going to go by conference because I want to look at the conference. So we jumped from the first place to the third place. So we'll hit okay. Milwaukee in the second. So Philadelphia. Yep. So you said they're going to – sorry, let me be – I think that they're going to fall, Tom. They're going to fall. All right. So my case for them rising is the more in shape 
that James Harden gets. The more time that Harden and Embiid get to play together, and yeah. the other guys, you know, everybody, you know, not just those two, but specifically when I'm talking about their star players, mm-hmm. I think that that consistency of playing together, that that unison, I think they're still developing it. Like people forget when he went there, what last year. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like they had. There was no off season. There was. They just. They weren't. They didn't have time to play together. Right. And I think. And you know this, having played. The more you play with someone, the more do you understand their tendencies. You know mm-hmm. where. You know where does Embiid like the ball? What are the things that he does that aren't good? That maybe I'll take him out of that position to do. Like if he starts to drift out a little too much, I'll be like, hey, mm-hmm. no, 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 get you know you can direct traffic a little bit. Harden, mm-hmm. Harden is that kind of main facilitator. So, boom, drop it in. Right. And with that also being said, Tone, I still know who James Harden is. Even though him and Embiid, now that they've gotten an opportunity to play together for an entire season and they look good, I think this team goes as far as Embiid takes them. And he hasn't shown that. And I'm I'm, I'm putting all the onus on him. That's why I think that they fall. But that's – we're talking regular season. So we're talking regular, regular season. Yeah, we're regular talking season. Reg- we're talking yeah, regular season. I'm not – I'm just taking the opposite side of you. So for people that are in the chat, like – like, what's he saying? I'm like, I don't know, because I'm I'm trying to make a point that I don't believe in, just so we get both, <laughs> both sides. Cause I because I actually think Harden and Embiid. So let me tell you my real take. I actually think Harden and Embiid are probably gonna miss a few games. They're gonna take some rest, they're gonna want to get ready for the playoffs. And inevitably Embiid and, and Harden miss games anyways, right? Mm-hmm. And they'll go on streaks where they don't play very well. And mm-hmm. I think they're gonna fall. I think they're probably right now they're the third seed. They're, they'll still maybe be a third or fourth seed, but yeah. I don't think they're gonna be like better going down the stretch so i'm trying to make the case i'm trying to give you both sides of the story all right so bump up to the number two seed milwaukee 40 and 17 Mm -hmm. they are one game behind boston in the east they've won 11 in a row obviously then 10 and 0 in their Mm -hmm. last in their last 10 they are on fire Mm -hmm. we're still unsure right chris middleton is still well, what what's do we know what's going on with Chris Middleton? Well, here's the thing, Tony. There's a reason why they're eleven to zero. Chris Middleton has been back in the lineup and he's been rolling. But he's been actually looking really good, Tony. Hey, I feel like he's this on is a wire. What, this this is what you have to take off the table. The twenty one Chris, the twenty one Chris Middleton that was twenty two a game. Take him off the table, Tony. But you could still get a solid. I think I think since he's been back in the lineup, in I think he's like fifteen a game in like twenty five minutes. So if you could get 15 to 18 from him, plus what you're getting from Drew Holiday, they're going to get, after the All-Star break, they're going to get Bobby Portis back in the lineup, right? Connaughton is doing what he's doing. Grayson Allen, who I think, with the exception of Chris Paul, I think he's got the easiest job in the NBA. All you got to do is make open shots and guard. That's it. You don't have to do anything else. So with that being said, they got the best player in the NBA. Tony, I think that they end up capturing that number one seed. I think they overtake Boston. And you and so when I say Chris Middleton, so you think Chris Middleton is maybe not peak, peak Chris Middleton, but he's back fully. You have no concerns with him. And not not just I don't have any concerns. He's getting better. And the fact that he's getting better, this team is beginning to roll. It looks like they're starting to come together because he's making shots like he does. They're getting better defensively. Robin Lopez. Robin Lopez. Is it? Yeah. Lopez is one of the better bigs just, in the yeah, game. Yeah, just say Lopez. I was good. Because I keep getting those two dudes screwed up. So those two guys, in, those two guys in particular, with both Giannis and Lopez rim protecting, and once they get Bobby Portis back, I think they're on an ascent. I think they're in an ascension tone, and I really think that they're going to overtake Boston and take that number one seed. I think they're going up. So so Milwaukee on the rise. Um, I'll only say, I'll put 
because I got to make the case for now for the, them to fall. Well, when you've won 11 in a row, like can they go 20 in a row? No. So so they're going to fall. They're not are, I know how many <laughs> how many 11 game win streaks are they going to have when there's what they've played 57 games. Right. So they have 25 games left. Yeah. I don't see another 11 game win streak. So I'll say they'll fall just in the sense that they won't be as hot as they are right now. That's the only case I can make for them cuz all the points you made were spot on. Middleton yeah. getting back, getting reacclimated to 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 the mm-hmm. team. You have Giannis who we both agree is the best player in the league. Yep. Um, you know, they didn't do re- well, I guess Jay Crowder they added, but they didn't do much to kind of shake up any chemistry um with the team moving forward. So I think I think they're good. I think I'm not good. really I'm not and, and, and I've I've seen the Jay Crowder acquisition, which looks good on paper tone, but we have to take under consideration he hasn't played in over a year. Right? It's been it's been almost the what are we in? We in February, not over a year. I'm sorry, he hasn't played in six, seven months. And now he's just going to get back into this lineup with the Milwaukee Bucks. Not really sure what his role is going to be. I'm not saying that it's not going to work. It's just with him, no, I need to see. But that's what I'm saying. It's not like they brought in, and we'll get to these guys in a second. It's not like they brought in Kevin Durant. And it right. just changes the entire dynamic of your team, and, and, and you have to start over, right? They didn't mm-hmm. make a – they didn't bring in Kyrie and, and trade away three players. Like, they didn't do a – a big shift. So whether he plays, whether he doesn't play, whether whatever that is, his role I think can be eased into it, and right. it won't throw off their rotations and their chemistry. Right. Um, so we're so you're on Milwaukee to rise. Uh, so we'll jump down to Cleveland. So Cleveland mm-hmm. is 38 and 23. Yep. They are what they've lost, lost one. Okay, but they're eight and two in their last ten. They are five games back of Boston. Mm-hmm. Are they going to rise? You're gonna fall. Tony, to be honest with you, I like what I see from Cleveland. I like how much better they've gotten defensively. Those two rim protectors that they got in both Evan Mobley and Jared Allen, they're one of the better defensive teams in the game. They find themselves in a hole early and they fight their way back. But when they do fight back, they definitely are in every game that they've played in. Donovan Mitchell, one of the most dynamic scorers in the game. Darius Garland is getting better as the year goes on. Tony, I think that they could rise. I could. I very well think that they could rise. Philadelphia better watch out because they could overtake them with that number three seed. I think that they can. All right. So let me just put this out there before we. I tell you why they're going to fall. My job is to tell you why they're going to fall. I don't know how I'm going to do that, but I will. Um, is if there's anybody in the chat, anybody watching. So there's 170 of you in there right now. Obviously, get the likes, get your mm-hmm. super chats in. But if there is a team that you are, this is my team, I want to tell you. So, like, I don't know if he's here, but I know there's the Detroit Pistons fan that always jumps on. Um, like, if there's a team that's like, hey, that's my team, let me tell you why they're going to rise or why they're going to fall. Mm-hmm. Hit, hit us up in the chat, and I'll, and I'll bring you in. All right, so that being said, Cleveland Cavaliers. Mm-hmm. If I had to make a case for them why they're going to fall, I'm going to stick with what happened last year and not the health so much as the – they're with the exception, with the exception um, of Donovan Mitchell, they're still a very young team. Yeah. And as a young team, down the stretch is when people, hey, people are ready for you. Um, you, you those legs start to get a little bit tired, right? When in those first few years in the NBA, people don't realize you go from playing what, like 35, maybe 40 games in college or wherever you are. Mm-hmm. 80 games is a grind. This is why. 
load management became a thing. It is a grind. So I think they start to get a little bit tired. They start to get a little bit, hey, we're in the playoffs, right? We got a, you know, Brooklyn, who's right behind them right now in the standings, who we're going to talk about next. Am I worried about them catching us, even though they're two, three games back? No, I feel pretty comfortable here in the fourth seed. And I think that comfort and that kind of let's maybe looking forward to the playoffs Mm -hmm. is there's a reason that that happens. That would be the reason. Again, I'm trying to make the opposite case of you. That's not what I believe. So um, we'll jump in. So before we get to Brooklyn, so we did the top four teams in these. Before we get to Brooklyn, we have a super chat from Blue Comet. Mm -hmm. What year had the best group of all-star starters in NBA history? Mm. I'm curious as to which year you both believe had the weakest group as well. The best year of all-star starters. So... Let's see. In 88, it was Isaiah and Jordan in the backcourt. And in the front court, it was Bird, it was Barkley, and it was Ewing. And in the backcourt in 88, it was Magic and Drex. And then it was Lajuan. No, that, that, that wasn't the that wasn't Malone was Malone didn't start in that game neither. The weakest. That's a tough question right there, man. That that that's a really tough question because when you voting in the fan, when you're voting, the best players aren't always starting. Right. So that that that's that that's a difficult question. Hmm. The weakest, maybe 20, 2000, no, not two thousand, maybe two thousand five. Yeah, maybe two thousand five with Brian. Two thousand and five. Okay. When I think about when I think about who was who was starting with Bryant and uh, who else started in that game, I gotta remember who who 05, started. Oh five would have been Bryant, Duncan, Garnett, McGrady, Yao Ming. That's not the weakest. No. Mm-mm. Oh, you're saying that? Oh, you were gonna pick them as the weakest? Yeah, that's not the weakest. No. No, the weakest is gonna be someone from the Eastern Conference. Whatever year Jamal McGlure or Brad Miller started, that's got to- <laughs> Brad Miller made the All Star team. I think in two thousand. I think that's the year he made the All Star team. Tone in two thousand five. So it might have been the 05 East. Yeah, I think that's the. I think that's the year he made the All Star team in two thousand five. Um, but I don't think that the East was was the, the starters were that week. Um, maybe yeah, maybe two thousand five East. That's a tough one. That that is a tough one when you ask, when you ask which year was the weakest in the yeah. best group. I think in '88, to be honest with you, I, I, I think I think the '88, I think the '88 All Star Game. Yeah, either either that's, the eighty. That's, that's for the strongest. Either either the '88 or the '91 All Star Game, and then uh, the weakest in the East, maybe two, maybe that 2005 squad. 05 or 06. 05 or 06, I think, in the East. I think, I think, let me give you a couple of the what people have rated as the best. And let me tell you, give, give me your give me your thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. So they're they are saying the best, the best lineup ever, mm-hmm. ever was the 91 Western Conference lineup, which was Kevin Johnson, Magic Johnson, no relation, Carl Malone, Chris Mullen, David Robinson. I don't think that that was better than that 96 lineup. In the okay. Western Conference. I'll give you a couple more. Penny mm-hmm. Hardaway, Grant Hill, mm-hmm. Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. Shaq, and Scotty. Ninety. That was the wow. 96 East. 
that was that was pretty that that was pretty impressive right there. <laughs> All right, I'll give you I'll give you I'll give you one last one. I'll give you the uh oh, oh, oh sorry, twenty thirteen, Kobe, Durant, mm-hmm. Griffin, mm-hmm. Howard, Chris Paul. See, the thing about that five is Bryant was on the other side. See, mm-hmm. it wasn't like Bryant was 2008 Bryant or 2007 Bryant. The 2013 Bryant, he was on the other side of who he used to be. So I'm not sure if that one, because that's a different Bryant right there. Not sure. Maybe the 2012, maybe the 2013 or maybe the 2012 with James and or maybe 2009. That, the one that was in Dallas. That may be it. That's 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 a tough question. That that is a really tough question right there. Well, there you go. There's there's some of the best and worst. Yep. Like, I, I, it's so easy to pick on it, but it's like when you got guys that shouldn't even be starting. Right. That's, that's an easy one to pick. <laughs> so, right. And the East. Let's be honest. In in the kind of mid two thousands, the East was not the the dominant conference. Call it what it is, Tony. It was garbage. <laughs> let, 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 let's just say what it was. It was garbage. Right, it was garbage. Right? It, was it garbage. was trash. It was trash. Like, shout out to Brad Miller and Jamal McGlure for getting into the All-Star game. Okay, what guys. is Brad Miller doing in the All-Star game? But, right, yeah, there's, there's Why no, is Brad yeah. Miller in the All-Star game? That's, that, should, that should be. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get back to our Eastern Conference. We're now down to currently, mm-hmm. currently the number five, the number five seed still. Mm-hmm. They don't look they don't look horrible since the trade. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Brooklyn is at 34 and 24. They're seven and a half uh, games back of Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, they won one. They're five and five in their last ten. With all the stuff going on in Brooklyn, they're keeping mm-hmm. it together. Are they going to rise? They're going to fall. If I got to rely on Mikael Bridges to go for forty-five like he did last night against the Miami Heat, good luck with the with the with the Brooklyn Nets. They are one of, I think they're the only team to have three guys in a calendar year score forty plus forty-five plus in a game, but. When you get down to the last 25 games of the season, and if you look at Brooklyn's schedule, I think that we're going to have a difficult time with them. I mean, they're two and a half games ahead of Miami. I think we're going to have. I think they're going to have a difficult time holding on to that five spot. And they may very, they may very well be a play-in team. I think they're going to fall. Okay, I, got, I need I need a minute to think about this one. Mm-hmm. How can I make a case? How can I make a case for Brooklyn? to rise mm-hmm. in the second half of the season. How can I make a case for them to rise? Okay, I got it. Mm-hmm. I th- I actually like Jacques Vaughn as a coach. Yep. I, I think considering what must have been in like just a- an insane locker room um, going on there, he kept that team together. Um, and, and, and so I- I'll-, I'll give him credit for coaching. Mm-hmm. He now has a roster that is devoid of a or a couple of superstars. Mm-hmm. And he has a more balanced roster with scoring, with defense, with a couple of guys that are playing for contracts. Now, sometimes that's a bad thing. But sometimes that's a good thing because I feel like there's a lot of guys that you get the best out of them when they're playing for a contract. And if you can convince them your best way to get a payday is to play team ball versus mm-hmm. individual stats. I think this team could come together and mesh and go on a run because one, because of the diversity of the roster and two, because what did you and everybody else and me say right after the trade? They're done. They're done. I know so, I people, did. 
So yes, players are going to so players teams are going to look past the Nets and they'll be able to surprise some teams. So if I had to make a case for them to rise, that would be the case. Is that this team is put together? They're they're be- I think it's a better roster. Again, missing the superstar, but they're a better roster that will catch some people off guard. That that, yeah. would, be my, that okay. would be my best case scenario. Uh, super chat from Alan R. Ben Simmons is finished. Well, that might make them better because he's already he's coming off the bench now. Um, which A- Alan is he is he finished though, Alan? I mean, no, I, I'm 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 holding out. This is what I'm going to do, Tone. And I said it already. I'm not sure if he wants to play basketball anymore. And is that can can that love for the game? One, was it ever there? And if it was there, that means that we could get it back. So if it was there and we get it back, can we get this dude after this season coming back from a back injury next season? Now he's gotten back acclimated to playing. He comes back next season and now he's in effect where he's in a situation with Brooklyn where he doesn't have to compete with Kevin Durant, he doesn't have to compete with Kyrie Irving, which was a problem when he was in Philadelphia. He kind of wanted it to be his own crew. So now we come back next year. If I don't see an improvement, I'm out. I'm, I, I'm, I, I am. Do you out. believe does his contract expire this year or next? It doesn't expire. Not this year or next year. So his he signed a max deal and it just kicked another in one. This he just signed a max deal. Right, so he just so, kicked it. Okay, so let, let me ask the question then: Does he have a chance? Will anyone re-sign him after this contract is up? I think someone would take a chance on him. Looking at his game, looking at the scenery, somebody would. Just like you talked about with Zion, somebody would look at him and go, six foot ten, can defend, can handle the basketball. I can turn him around. Somebody would see that, and somebody is going to see him and say that. I don't think so his know, career is I believe you mentioned. I believe you mentioned you go to the offseason and work on stuff. I think I heard you say that. So, Kwabi. Kwabi? I'll say it, Kwabi. What does Ben Simmons work on in the offseason? Well, we know it's not shooting. Actually, it um, is, Tone. Yes, it is. He does. We've seen him work on his shooting. Here's the question. No, I've seen him put up shots. Right. So you <laughs> That's can see me you're working on your shooting. Well, here's the thing, though, telling me like you can see me, you can see me in the offseason trying to get faster. Only except once I get to the race, I don't run. What was I doing all of that for? Hey, great point. What's he doing all that for? Because I'll what tell you, <laughs> my youth team, my youth team puts up shots. They ain't working on their shooting. That, that's when I walk thing. into the gym, they're shooting the ball. They ain't working <laughs> on their shooting. There, there is a difference because I feel like that's what he is doing. I, you know what? He could probably serve to come work out with us this summer. Um, I got this sent in the chat, so I'm going to jump back quickly to the all-star. <clears throat> I'm going to start with the best player down to the worst mm-hmm. player. Yep. And tell me if this is at least in the contention. Maybe not the worst, but at least in the conversation. Shaq, Scotty, mm-hmm. Derek Coleman, Kenny Anderson, BJ Armstrong. Best player to worst player. Yeah, that no, 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 no. That's the no no no. That that's the all-star lineup. And I started with the best player to the oh, worst. Oh, that, that was the that was the 94. That was that was an all-star that, starting lineup. That, that was in 94. I remember that. Kenny Anderson and BJ Armstrong was in the backcourt in 94. I do remember that. And then Derek Coleman, Shaq. That was in Minnesota and Scotty Pippen. That might be the worst five. That might be the worst five right there. That's what you got. You just you got to pick the worst one, the worst that starter. Be, that might be. With all due respect to B.J. Armstrong, 
Like, did they just? I, I always wonder this. I, again, we'll go off and then we'll get back to the, the guys in a second here. Do you think he became an all-star? Well, he was voted in. Let's be honest. People, people forget because someone tried to tell me. I love when people try to debate, and they, you know, this is when I say, "Well, you weren't there. You obviously weren't paying attention." But you could look this up too. Like you didn't have to be there in '94. But BJ wasn't that good. Like all-star good. Like he was good, but he wasn't all-star good. Maybe he was all-star good. So I don't know if he was all-star starter. He was not. He was not. No, he wasn't. He was like ten and four. He was not. No, he was not all-star good. But I, I have this feeling like people voted him in. And I'm going to tell you how many votes he got in a second. People voted him in because I, I feel like they were just like, well, if we vote him in and what if Mike comes back and he can just he'll take that role in the all-star game? Because do you know where he placed in terms of all-star voting in the East that year? I and I told you who was the starters. Shaq, yeah. Scotty, um, Derek uh, Coleman. Coleman, Kenny Anderson. Yeah, let me give you some of the reserves. Patrick Ewing, Mark Price, John Starks, Dominique Wilkins, Horace Grant, Mookie Blaylock, Charles Oakley. That might be the worst all-star team. In Where do you think he ranked in terms of voting? He had to be at the top of the list. He was the second highest vote getter. BJ yeah, Armstrong was the second highest vote getter, yeah. not by position, in the Overall. East, third or fourth in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Please Overall. don't tell me they weren't just ticking Chicago guard. That's what it sounded like, Tony. It sounded like when, when, when you go vote and this, this person that you see on there, his name looks familiar. You don't know nothing about him. You just go, wait a minute, I remember him. Okay, let's go with him. He plays for the Bulls, so let's go with him. <laughs> That's the only thing I can think of. 94, <laughs> I, uh, look, I want to keep myself honest. I want to keep myself honest. All-star voting. I, I'll give you the I'll give you the numbers, but let's go. Okay, let's actually here. Let's do we'll do the other super chat, then I'll get to the next player. Mm-hmm. He was a starter over Ewing and Wilkins. Actually, it, no, he wasn't. Okay, so well, number no, one well, is different because of position, yes. Right. Shaq was an Shaq, Shaq was, was a, a starter, starter over, over Ewing. Ewing. And Scottie Pippen was a starter over Dominique Wilkins. So let's dead that let, let's kill that logic right now. Kill it. Yes. He was here. BJ Armstrong. BJ Armstrong. Check out, check this out. Five hundred and twenty-nine thousand votes for BJ. Okay. Mm-hmm. Clyde Drexler, more than Clyde Drexler, just so of, of the guards, mm-hmm. he got more votes than Clyde Drexler, more votes than Mitch Richmond, more votes than Kenny Anderson. Mm-hmm. He was the he was the number one vote getter among all guards. So Kenny Anderson, Mark Price, Stacey Ogman, M- Mookie Blaylock, Nick Anderson, Isaiah Thomas, Joe mm-hmm. Dumars, Jeff Hornacek, mm-hmm. Jerick Harper. Here's where it gets interesting. Mm-hmm. Only Shaquille O'Neal at six hundred thousand, mm-hmm. and Charles Barkley at just under eight hundred thousand, of of the starters, had more votes. So he was the third. You're telling me, you're telling me, all the fans of the NBA thought he should be the third most wanted viewed All Star starter. Now I know this sounds ridiculous, Tone. I know this sounds ridiculous, but I got a theory on this, and the reason why is because remember the Bulls just won the NBA championship the year before. That year that BJ Armstrong started, I think he averaged something like sixteen a game that year, which which doesn't sound enticing at all. I understand that, but he averaged what, like what did 16, you just say? I think he averaged like sixteen a game that year, something like that. Who and did BJ? When? I, I, in 94, I think he averaged like 15. No, hell no. Hell no. BJ Armstrong in 94, the year he made an all-star team? Started in the all-star game. That year that he started, he averaged 14. Oh, so he averaged 14 a game. Just okay. under four assists and mm-hmm. two rebounds. Right, so he averaged 14 a game. 14, that year. four, and two. Now, 
Now, remember, too, Tone, B.J. Armstrong was very popular on the Bulls. He had that baby face. Everybody loved oh, yeah, him. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, right. everybody loved He had that baby face. Everybody loved him. He played with Jordan. And this is the year that Jordan isn't there. But the Bulls are still rolling, right? The Bulls are still rolling at that point. And I was surprised oh. that he started in the All-Star oh, game. Hold on, hold on. You're telling me he deserved more votes than David Robinson, Chris Webber, Hakeem Olajuwon, Sean Kemp, Carl Malone. <laughs> Kemp, um, well, Webb was a rookie. Scotty Pippen. He got, more, he, got more, he got more votes than his own teammate, Scotty Pippen, yeah, who was clearly the leader on that team. He won the MVP at the All-Star game. Scotty did. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. So, yes. Okay, let's, let's go back. I just... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Someone said someone put it out in the chat, and I was like, "Oh, I forgot about that one." So yes, he was. That ninety, the ninety-four All-Star team was 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 pretty wild. That yeah, the East one was bad. Okay, mm. um, where were we? We did Cleveland. We did Brooklyn. Ah, mm-hmm. the New York Knicks. I always mm-hmm. want to call them. I don't know why I want to call them the Knickerbockers. I don't know why. What, I just like I like Knickerbockers. That's what they are. You know those high socks. You know what those are, right? Knickerbockers. It's those high socks. Mm-hmm. That's what they are, though. They the wore them. They wore them. The Knicks. Mm-hmm. I first first game in NBA history. In Toronto. In Toronto between? The Toronto, I forgot, the, the Toronto Huskies and the, and the New York Knicks. And the New, and the New York Knicks. Knicks won New, that I'm game. Sorry, the, the New York, Nick, the New York Knicks. The New York Knicks. I'm sorry. Knock, yeah. knock the damn Toronto Huskies right out of the league. Mm-hmm. That, was their one, that was their one season. Get Bye. out of here. Beat it. Um, all right, so what do we think of the Knicks? 33 and 27. They're nine mm-hmm. and a half back of first. Um, they've won three in a row. Yes, they're they six have. and four in their last 10. What are we Tone, the problem, the problem that I'm really having with the New York Knicks right now, number one, uh, they got 21 games left. I think two of their games are not against playoff teams. They got one of the toughest schedules going forward. Add that to the fact that Brunson, why is my point guard having to go for 38 and 40? Why is that going on? I don't love that. And when I think about the teams that they're going to have to play in order for them to be competitive, not just be competitive, in order for them to win, is he going to have to do that? R.J. Barrett, why isn't R.J. Barrett doing more? Why aren't, why aren't they getting more production from the rest of these guys? I think the Knicks could fall. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw some numbers at you, mm-hmm. and I'm going to ask you a question. Okay, are you ready? I'm listening. All right. 20, sorry, 30, wow, 30, Eight and four. 24, four and six. Mm-hmm. That's not as close as I thought it was going to be. All right. Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson. 24, 24. Let's get back to it. 24, four and six. Mm-hmm. You think they're going to fall? 24, four and six. Now, remember, Tone. They only got up to 21 games. Two of them aren't against playoff teams. So they got one of the, and they got to go out West for four games. And I know how the Knicks are when they go out West. They're not very good. And the fact that Brunson is going, the way Brunson is playing, Brunson is playing like one of the better point guards in the game. I honestly, I thought he was going to make the all-star team. I was surprised that he didn't. But with that being said, I look at this group and I'm trying to figure out why does he have to do that much in order for them to win? And I think that that's going to wear on him, considering who they're going to have to play in these last in this last stretch. I think that's going to wear on him. Again, so I got to make the other case. I'm 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 trying to buy time because 
<laughs> I think the Knicks might fall like into <laughs> like playing if they're lucky. I think they might fall right out of the playoffs. Um, I you know I don't I do not believe in the Knicks, but all right, let's make a case. Uh, I think again, I'll, I'll use my uh, my old logic with the other with with that I use with Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Brunson, R.J. Barrett, Julius Randle playing together now more and more. They'll get more comfortable. Um, like when you say the playoff teams, you know, hey, technically the 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 Brooklyn Nets are a playoff team when you look at their schedule, mm-hmm. but that's not a game that maybe they're as as worried about now as they were before. Right. Um, Memphis is a playoff team, mm-hmm. but Memphis is in a spiral. Um, they'll turn around, they'll be fine, but we'll get to them later. But so that's why I think I think again the Knicks just working together, staying, staying, uh, becoming more consistent. If there's a chance for them to rise, that's going to be it. They're built on defense. Um, Tibbs is an experienced coach; he'll know how to get the best out of them. And when here's the problem with Tibbs, mm-hmm. which will help them rise. We know that Tibbs plays his players, so when other teams are maybe doing a little load management, they're starting to you know rest guys for the playoffs. He's going to mm-hmm. push his dudes harder. Um, so I think that gives them a, an opportunity to get a leg up in the standings. That can be, that's the only case I think I can make. I don't know if it was a good one or not because I don't believe it. Um, mm-hmm. To Mars, I'm too young uh, to know how did all-star voting work back then. So back in the 90s, it was the starters were 100%, I believe, voting. Correct me if I'm wrong. Fact. That was fact. Uh, right? The fans, voted for the, the fans voted for the starters. There was no coaches. and The coaches voted for the reserves. Fans voted for the starters. 100%. Yeah, that's what I thought, but I wanted to double check. Mm-hmm. So you know my memory's getting shaggy. All right, next one up. We'll go, we'll go, we'll start to go a little bit quicker. Is the Miami mm-hmm. Heat currently in seventh, 32 and 27, 10 games back, five and five, their last 10. Mm-hmm. They've lost two in a row. If anybody needs this all-star break, it's the Miami Heat. They they are basically running on fumes at this point, you know, running at 500. But I think that them getting healthy over the over the all-star break. I think that they could rise, Tone. I think this is the time of year. I don't know why I don't know why this is, Tone, but I think this is the time of year Jimmy Butler becomes Jimmy Butler and he turns into something different. Bam turns into an even an even better player. I think that they rise in the East where they are right now. I think they catch Brooklyn. And I think that they get into that 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 five spot. I mean that six spot. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um I think well, no, not, not I think so. I gotta so so they're gonna fall. So I gotta make a case for them to fall. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Miami instead of catching Brooklyn, I think Miami catches Washington, um, in the in the tenth seed. <laughs> because let's be honest, this team hasn't looked good this year. What they did paying Tyler Hero, paying Duncan Robinson, I think has backfired on them. Yes, uh, yes. Jimmy Butler has been inconsistently. In and out of the lineup, Kyle Lowry hasn't been, you know, the Kyle Lowry we we know because of it. Bam is being asked to do different things that he's not necessarily comfortable doing at this point. And mm-hmm. I think that team is just they're not in sync. So I believe this team will just almost they'll they'll just they'll, they're just they're going to disappear. They're gonna they're gonna start looking to next year because I think they realize this year is just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're going to start looking at hey, you know. Do we play start playing some younger players? Do we start signing in some G League guys? Do we just mm-hmm. do some stuff um, and see what we got? Because when they they look, they know it right now. They're not winning a chip. They're not making right. a deep run, right? They're at at they're at best case scenario a first round exit. Well, then I'm not going to kill myself for a first round exit. Let me see what else I have. So as much you know, 
if I'm Miami, I'm looking at, hey, I've got Bam. He's he's amazing. Maybe I try. You, you've always said this, right? You think he does, he should be playing the four instead of the five. So mm-hmm. maybe we bring in someone to, you know, start at the five, put him at the four and see what that looks like. Right. Maybe we, you know, Ty, Tyler Hero. Is he a starter? Is he is he a sixth man? I believe he's a sixth man. Do we see what he can do at the starting role? Put him back to the in, into the reserve role. Um, and and Jimmy, hey, Jimmy, get healthy. Mm-hmm. Jimmy, we're not going to rush you back. Listen, if, if you, minor injuries, again, we're not going to kill you for a first-round exit. Mm-hmm. So I think they're just going to just start looking to build for next year. And if I had to make, again, the case that they're going to fall, that's why they fall. I don't know, Tone, because when I look at the Miami Heat, yeah, I I'm, not at, saying, I'm, I'm having to make I, the opposite case. Right, right? I, I know that. <laughs> I, I do know that. Yes, you do. I, I do know that. Sure. But when you look at it, no, go ahead. Say when it. I look when I, when I look at the when I look at the Miami Heat, guys like Jimmy Butler, Pat Riley is upstairs going, yo, if we get us a favorable matchup in the first round, we can make some noise. And once they get going, the Miami Heat got one of those kind of organizations, one of those teams that once they get going, they're going to cause a lot of trouble. And they do a lot of stuff that doesn't show up on the stat sheet in terms of extending plays, right? Not just extending plays, like rebounding more, rim protecting more. I mean, those are a lot of things that that people don't really talk about from the Miami Heat. And because of that, I would not be surprised if I seen the Miami Heat in the semifinals. That would not surprise me. I don't think I'm not sure if they're a first round exit. I'm not. Well, well, today they would face Milwaukee in the first round. Bye. Okay, thank you. Um, the Goodbye. the Atlanta Goodbye. the Atlanta Hawks, um, who I I'll be honest with you, I did not believe John Collins, Clint Capella, mm-hmm. Murray, mm-hmm. or Trey Young were all still going to be on this team after the trade deadline. I was surprised did that too. Surprise you? Yes, it did. Because they, they, they've been talking about Collins getting traded for a year and a half now. And there's no tone. There's no way that you're going to sell me that over the last year and a half that the general manager of the Atlanta Hawks didn't get a phone call for John Collins. And he went, you know what? I do like that. that I, I, I am feeling that. So what is the holdup? If you're going to move off of him, move off of him. But if you're not, take this off the table and give this guy peace of mind so he can be productive. I think that that's also throwing a monkey wrench in what they're doing, too. Because I look at this Atlanta team. I thought they were a playing team anyway. To be honest with you, Tone, I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't make the playoffs. Because the the, the Trey Young dynamic between him and, and 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 their coach and Nate McMillan, that's going to be a problem. That's been a problem. They got a, lot of, they got a lot of good young players, but there's a disconnect on that group. I think that they fall. All right. So, Atlanta, I forgot to mention, 29 and 30, uh, 13 games back. Uh Six and four in their last 10, one their last, sorry, excuse me, that's incorrect. Uh, four and six in their last 10, and they've, uh, but they have a uh, lot and they've lost their last two. Mm-hmm. All right. So I got to make a case why they're going to rise. Damn. Um, why don't you pick the hard one once and let me give it, get the easy pickings. All right. Why is Atlanta going to rise? Well, I think all the things we you just said, they got a, got a lot of really good young players. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, the Murray, Trey Young thing didn't didn't equate to wins. And I think Collins being under that, hey, he's going to get traded, he's going to get traded, he's going to get traded all year long, maybe was a distraction. Well, that distraction is now off the table. So, hey, what do we got left? What do we got right now? Well, Trey Young, everyone thinks you just jack up shots and cost us games and that you're bad attitude and, you, you know, fighting with the coach and 
et cetera, et cetera. Uh, DeJounte Murray was talking smack about Pop, one of the most respected coaches in the history of basketball. He's talking smack. So someone's going to sit those guys down and say, hey, all you're doing is making yourselves look bad. Let's 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 leave it on the court. Let's put it on the court. And and they have an opportunity to come together because they're all very talented. They're all very, very talented players. And with no distraction of anybody getting traded, no one's getting released, no one's getting moved. This is our team. They can band together, us against the world, and, and make a run and get out of the plane and make it up and take that spot from New York in sixth. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Sounded good to me. All right. You better be careful with this one. The Toronto Raptors. 14 games back. Winners of their last two. Six and four in their last 10. Um, Huge, 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 um, huge trade. Bringing in Jakob, Jakob, Jakob the Purtle. That's my. Jakob. Jakob Pertle. Great game, by the way. If you haven't played Pertle, um, it is like Wordle with basketball players. It is fun. Uh, for those of you in the chat that are telling me I'm not fluent, guys, keep in mind I'm having to give the opposite answer of chill. This is not my by choice. Okay. No, Toronto Raptors. Rise or fall? Right. Because if you pick rise now, I gotta ooh, I'm gonna struggle with the fall. All right, rise or fall. Well, here's the thing, Tone. Of like we just got finished talking about where teams need the all-star break to heal up. It's the, actually the opposite of the Toronto Raptors. This is actually a detriment to these guys. And the reason why I say that, I mean, they won five of their last six. They're rolling right now. And the fact that they're now going to be away for a whole week, now we're going to have to get that chemistry and we're going we're gonna to have to bring that back. I think that's going to be tough for them, right? So the reason why they didn't make any major trades, why OG is still on the roster, why uh, Siakam is still on the roster, why Van Fleet is still on the roster, why Barnes is still on the roster? It's because I think that Uzuri still believes in his team. I think he still does. But the problem that we're having is, is the fact that they're rolling right now, this gap, this all-star break, this might screw them up. Because it might screw them up, I think that they could drop, Tone. You did that on purpose. I appreciate that. I know you don't believe that. I know you don't believe that. So thank you for giving me a gift. Um I want to I want to tell you give you some stats from from their last game. Listen, they've only played a couple of games with Jakob Pertl. Jakob Pertl, uh, for whatever people say about him, is a very efficient big man. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe one of the most efficient big men in the NBA. He's also he's also like great friends with Pascal Siakam, so the chemistry is automatic between those two. Mm-hmm. So in their last game versus the Magic, versus, okay, it's still versus the Magic, but that's fine. Siakam goes for 26, 6, and 4. Mm-hmm. Precious Achua, 11 and 13. That's 11 points and 13 rebounds. We knew when he got traded for Miami, everyone was like, that was nuts for that Kyle Lowry trade. Before we go any further, just so you guys know, Tone loves Precious. He loves this. Dude. I do. I, I, love that Precious. I love he loved, he, he loved that dude. So anyway, I keep do. going. Uh, Scotty Barnes, 17, 6, and 6. Started mm-hmm. at the point guard. Started at the point guard that game. I don't care what mm-hmm. the I don't care what anything says. Like they have him listed as a small forward. I watched that game beginning to end. He started mm-hmm. at the point guard position. Jakob Pertle started mm-hmm. 30 and 9. And he was in foul trouble. So mm-hmm. he probably could, which he might always be in foul trouble. Um, but 30 and 9. He played very and a very efficient, like he went 15 of 17 from the field. 
When I say he's an efficient big man, 15 of 17 from the field. Nice job, big fella. Van Vliet. What have I said they need Van Vliet to do? You said he, he needs to make shots and take care of the basketball. Well, well. Uh, what I said, no, what I said was he needs to pass the ball more. Uh, you forgot. Mm-hmm. Remember I said he needs to pass the ball more? Yeah, how about 15 assists in that game? Nice job, Van Fleet. So, so when we look at, at the Raptors, and um, you picked that they're going to fall, thank you very much, mm-hmm. and I'm saying they're going to rise. They're going to rise for a couple of reasons. So now I can tell you my truth opinion of these other teams. Atlanta's going to fall, Miami's going to fall, New York is going to fall, and Brooklyn's going to fall. So the four teams directly ahead of them, I all think are on a downturn. And this mm-hmm. team got a, a a a piece that is a good locker room piece. He's mm-hmm. he's you know great friends with the best player on the team. There's instant chemistry. If you've watched them play together, for those that haven't, watch how they feed off each other on the court. Like they actually, it looks like they never stopped playing together. They're very in sync when you know when on, on pick and rolls, pick and pops. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're very simpatico when they play together. And what have we said, or what have I said about this Raptors team the whole the whole year? They're way too talented for that record, right? You've heard me say that a million times. They're way too talented for that record. So you get a team that that's talented. Look, I don't know what happened with Nick Nurse. He's still like people don't become a bad coach overnight. He's still a good coach. He's still one of the best defensive coaches. So -hmm. you got a team that is long defensive and now added a little what they needed, some scoring punch down low. They had none before. Mm -hmm. And so there's nowhere this team can go, I think, but up. (sighs) That was nice to say. Thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) We'll get to the Washington Washington in one second. Um, Melon. I know it's. I don't know if it's melon, but I'm going to say it like melon. No, if the Lakers make the playoffs, nobody in the West wants that smoke. Fully healthy, we've seen what AD did to Jokic last time they met in the playoffs. Uh, we've been talking about this for so long now. We yeah, going, I'll, I'll, yeah, we're going to get to the Lakers. We're going to get to the. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, yes, we we're not going to necessarily address your super chat right now because we're, we're going to get the Lakers very quickly. Don't worry about the it. Second part of the show is: mm-hmm. Will the Lakers make the playoffs and can they make noise? So I will stick a pin in that one, and we'll get mm-hmm. back to that one in a minute. All right, so let's go through the bottom of the barrel here. We'll go through it faster. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't need direct analysis. The Washington Wizards, rise or fall? I think that they fall. Why? Okay, and one reason why. Give me one reason why. The reason why I'm looking at them falling, the the, play, the teams that they have to play over their last 21 games are those teams right next to them. Those teams right there. And those te- there's a reason why those teams are ahead of them. They're better. All right. Well, um, since I have to make the case, I, I I say they rise. And again, I think they rise because those teams directly ahead of them, with the exception of Toronto. So I'll say them again: Atlanta, Miami, New York, Brooklyn mm-hmm. are falling. So by default, they're gonna they're gonna rise. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Chicago Bulls at the beginning of the season, would you have thought they were gonna be eleventh? I'm out on Chicago, Tony. I'm 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 out on Chicago. I would have done. I would have expected them to be. I expected them to be better. Losing Lonzo was the difference in them making the playoffs, and the fact that he hasn't played. I think that's the difference. I think that they fall. Um, Chicago, I think they'll fall. But if I, how can I say they're going to rise? I don't know. Maybe they get healthy. Maybe Lonzo has a miracle and comes back. I don't know. Mm-hmm. He he really was. Maybe the maybe the the whole Levine stuff clears up. Um, and hey, you weren't traded, so you might as well play. And and they and they that uh, I don't know uh, the pacer the pacers how are the pacers 
All right, Pacers in 12th, rise or fall? I think they get better, Tone. I think they got a shot. I think that Halliburton, I, I, this is a team that I think the all-star break is helping them. And I think that they're going to get better. I think they got a legit shot at making the playoffs. I think that they rise ahead of, of Chicago and maybe even Washington. I think that they rise. Although I agree, they're, although they agree, I got to make the opposite. So uh, they are going to fall because this team is built around kids who get stats. And it does not equate to wins. And, mm. and that will be more so uh, true in the second half of the season. They're out of the plan, so why not? Just let's mm. get our numbers and who cares about winning. I don't know. That's the best argument I can make. Ah. Uh, the, Orla- the Orlando Magic, for a team that is 13th in the East, 24 and 35, they sure do seem to have certain teams' numbers. Yes, like they do. good teams, that they beat good teams. Yes, they do. Um, I just want to say in that win that the Raptors had over uh, over the Magic, I think last mm-hmm. night or the night before, Marquez Fultz. Marquez Fultz mm-hmm. put Precious Achua on an all-time great poster. If you have not seen, he takes it from like half court, three dribbles, and just boom, just banged it on him. Mm. <laughs> hey, that's what happens when you play defense and you try to block shots, you're gonna that's going to happen. But little Marquez Fultz who was, you know, the bust of the draft, um that was a nice play. Uh, I think so they ri- I think they rise, Tone. And the reason why I think they rise is because there's going to be teams that at the end of the season that aren't going to be playing for much, and I think that Orlando's still got some young guys that play really hard, and I think they're going to be able to get some of these teams, and I think that they rise. I don't think they make the play in tournament, but I think they rise. You think they rise? Okay, so if I'm making a case mm-hmm. why they fall, they're still young. They're mm-hmm. still messing around with, with stuff. Um, so I think they'll, they'll they'll play well. They'll be competitive, but they still just lose games. Like yep. that's just, that, that's Orlando. Something will happen. They'll lose the game, right? The Charlotte. How can you be such a good player, arguably the greatest player of all time, and be so bad at putting teams together? Charlotte is. Mike, yo, Mike, Mike, Mike. I know I only met you that well, oh, two times, two times. If you still have my number, it hasn't changed. I'll help you. Just call me up. Me and Chill will both help you. No charge at first. Tone, and Tone got the Tone's got the deal that he's got with the Knicks. Yes. If, if I, I don't turn you around, finals, yes. In five years, if I can't turn your crew around, here's I'll all give you all the money back. back. Give you all the money. Back. <laughs> so Mike, I know you watch the show, Mike. I know you're sitting there with a cigar and a cognac right now. Mm-hmm. Hit us up. Hit us up. We will help you. Um, Charlotte, rise or fall? Tell them they win Bayama sweepstakes. I don't think that they're going anywhere. I think that they stay at the bottom of the of the East, and I think that they – I thought that they were the worst team in the East. I, I, I think that they fall. All right. Um, so that's why they're going to rise. That's why they're going to rise. I have to make the case for the rise. They're going to rise because they don't do anything right. So even when they should be losing and getting the first overall pick to get Wembenyana, they're going to figure out a way by to accidentally win some games. They're going to be like the Houston Texans. <laughs> they're going to be like the Houston Texans in football and win the last game of the season so they don't get the first pick. What are you guys the, doing? So, so they're going to rise because what are you, what are you, what are you guys fall. doing? What are you, they're going to rise because they should fall. What, what are we doing over here, guys? What are you guys the doing? Detroit Pistons and their twenty-seven centers. Um, <laughs> what what are we thinking? I mean, they're, they're at the bottom of the league, so they can't go anywhere else but up. They can't go any. They can't go any further than where they are. They're at the bottom of the league, so um, I think that they. I think they rise ahead of Charlotte. I do. And they and they call and they call the '90s the expansion era. Like that's teams <laughs> with 15 wins that are getting worse. Um, do they draft if if Detroit 
gets the first overall pick. Do they draft Wembanyama? I do not like. I don't love him in Detroit. I don't. I do not love him in Detroit. Tone. I don't. I. I. I'm actually one of the worst things that could happen to him. Right. I'm not feeling him in Detroit at all. I actually. I'm liking this Cunningham Wiseman. I, I, I like this, and I'd like to see what it materializes. You don't think to. they could slide him in at the like the small forward? But you have to play. But he has to. You have to draft him. Unfortunately, yeah. He if they to. get the first pick, you have to draft him. Yeah, you got to draft. They, him. What's that? What what position does that scooter kid play? He scoots plays the one. What's his name? <laughs> Scoot, scoots. <laughs> scoots. Scoots. Yeah. Um, scoot. What is it? Scoot Henderson. He, he's a, he's a, yeah. He's a point guard. Yeah. So that doesn't yes. that doesn't he help with the one. Cunningham thing. Could you have him and Cunningham in the back in the backcourt together? No, because Scoot is a primary ball handler, just like Cunningham is a primary ball handler. And these two dudes, I, a lot of guys, a lot of guards could be interchangeable, but not these two. No, I, I have a feeling. Okay, we're gonna get to the Western Conference, but quick. Um, the worst two records right now, well, the worst three records: Houston, San Antonio, Detroit. Okay, let's let's throw in Charlotte in there. These are all four teams are in the teens. Mm-hmm. Best fit. For Wembanyama and Scoot, Charlotte, Detroit, San Antonio, Houston. I love him in San Antonio with Pop. Pop's going to turn him into the player that I think that he could be. I I think that they're going to. I just think that they're going to hone him. I think that they're going to. I think Pop's going to teach him the game, and I think he's going to get better in Detroit. There's going to be this right now, right now, and I think that they're going to rush him and they're going to screw him up. I like him in. I like him in Houston. I hate him in Houston, Tony. I like him. Around I like them, him. In, I like him in Houston. Well, around them kids, they, they don't even know what they're doing down there. They have no idea what they're doing in in, in in Houston. No idea. That's why I like him there. Oh my god! <laughs> I said he's gonna be a bust. So I want him going. <laughs> oh, that's that. That would explain it. <laughs> that would explain it right there. <laughs> <laughs> or I'd like I'd like what Charlotte does. I'd like Charlotte to draft him and uh, trade him to the Lakers. Yeah. Um, like we got our last superstar. All right. Uh, okay, so we're into we're into the West. Let me just see. Oh, we have a couple super chats. Let, let me go through a couple of these real quick, and then mm-hmm. we'll um, and then we'll go to the Western Conference. We'll go through the Western Conference fast. We got an hour left. Uh, heading, mm-hmm. taking guys right into open gym. Um, we are no, we're going to talk about that one when we get to the Lakers. Um, where do you? Okay, the football question. Where would you see Aaron Rodgers play? Jets by Sports PSP. The Raiders. He can get back with his man Don. He, he can get back with his man Tay Adams, and him 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 being back with Tay Adams, I think that that would be a match made in heaven because that Raider team is right there on the doorstep. They got two All Pros on offense, first team All Pros on offense, and to put Aaron Rodgers on that crew, I think that I think that makes them so much more viable. I think the the Raiders makes the most sense from an offensive talent perspective, right? Especially mm-hmm. if they re-sign Josh Jacobs, Devontae Adams, uh, Hunter Renfrew, uh, Darren Waller. He's got all the pieces he needs. Mm-hmm. My th- concern is Aaron Rodgers has had the luxury of playing his whole entire career in the very, very, very easy NFC North. Like the very easy NFC North. Mm. And he's not a fool. So would he want to go into the AFC West that will have – the improved Broncos, the Super Bowl champion Chiefs, and mm-hmm. the Justin Herbert-led Chargers? Mm. No, he's not a fool. He's not going to do that. And does he want to go to the AFC that has not all those teams I just mentioned, but right. plus 
Watson and the Browns, Lamar Jackson mm-hmm. and the and the possibly the Ravens, Josh Allen and the Bills, mm-hmm. Tua and the Dolphins. I'm probably oh Cincinnati, Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Like right. it is so so heavy AFC favored. Right. I might go. I like warm weather because I've been in Green Bay for so damn long. Mm-hmm. Maybe I go to Tampa where I can take over a team that has good offensive weapons and Mike mm-hmm. Evans and Chris Godwin probably need a running back has mm-hmm. a better defense, right? Mm-hmm. They, they started to play better at the end of the year, healthy next year. Maybe they're better again. Mm-hmm. And I'm instantly the best quarterback on the best team in another shitty division. Well, because I don't got to deal with the saints cause they're trash. I don't got to deal with Carolina cause they're a mess. And I don't got to deal with Atlanta cause they're trash. Right. Perfect. It's the perfect situation to go into a team that has veteran star players at the skilled positions and is in a weak division again. But wouldn't I, to counter that tone, wouldn't I have a better shot with the Raiders considering the weapons that I have and how much better that defense is with the no. Raiders? It's not like I'm going to the Raiders and it's just a good situation because they play in the dome. Let me ask not you only, this. Not- Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. If you had, if you as a quarterback had to play yeah. the, the, Broncos, the Chargers, and the Chiefs. Right. Twice. So six of your right. 17 games are against those three. Yep. Or Carolina, Atlanta, and then the Saints. Right. Which six games do you want? Now that the other one looks the other one looks great. The, the, don't get me wrong, Tony. The other one looks great. But I'm pretty sure Aaron Rodgers is looking at the Chiefs. He's looking at the Chargers. He's looking at Denver with the group that he has with the Raiders going, okay, we better than them. I'm definitely better than them. I know that the Kansas City Chiefs are the bowl. They're the favorites in this division. But Russell Wilson, as good as your Denver Broncos are, we better than you, and I'm and I'm better than you. So I think that he likes his chances with the Raiders as opposed to – even though it's it's simpler in the NFC South because the NFC South is just all over the place, Tone. We have, there's no solidarity in the NFC South. Mm-hmm. I don't even know who the best quarterback in that division is right now. I don't. There isn't one. Just think about it. If Derek Carr signs with the Saints, as it's rumored, he would be the best quarterback in that division. I don't even know who the best quarterback. I don't even know who the quarterback is. It would be Derek Carr. It would be Derek Carr. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. What? So, uh, uh, thanks, Sports BSB. So, so he thinks the Raiders. I think. I think Tampa Bay. He probably. Yeah. You're right. He probably ends up on the Jets because um, that that would be a very look. He's followed Brett Favre's career exactly. And how'd right. that go with the Jets, by the way, with Brett Favre? He, he ended up in Minnesota. That's how it went. Oh, yeah. Please don't. Uh, Liam McLean, uh, with the Super Chat, thank you. If a team isn't doing well, do you guys look at the players more or the coach? I look at players most. I think it's a combination of two. I think that the coach, it's your job to put your players in position to succeed. It's not always the coach's fault. It's not always the player's fault neither. But I think that the coach... I think it's your job to put these guys in a position to be the best that they could possibly be. Yeah, it's it's very much a depends on the situation answer, right? It depends mm-hmm. on the coach. It depends on the players. So um, it's it's case by case. I would say that most times we blame the coach, and it's easy to blame the coach because he's it's easier. I shouldn't say he he or she is easier to replace than two, three, four, five players. Mm-hmm. So the coach is the one that typically gets all the blame and there's instances where you know we've talked about hey the coach isn't putting them in a position to you know for basketball to get easy baskets early and that's important for this team they're not playing hard on defense well is that the coach's motivation or is it the player so Mm -hmm. without being in that locker room it's tough to say but like if you know when there's a coach who's had success Mm -hmm. and now all of a sudden isn't 
I start to look at the players because if you've been a head coach, you don't forget how to coach. Um, now, now I'm not talking 20 years because maybe the game has changed too much for you. That's different. But mm-hmm. I, yeah, it's, it's it's case by case, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, but look, a lot of them is the players. The coach can only the coach can only drop so many plays and do so many things. The players still got to go out. So if it's effort, I want to blame the players. If mm-hmm. it's schemes, schematics, whatever, then I'm going with the coach. Um, football, CF candy. Mm-hmm. Bulls need to fu- fall plus draft. Someone like Scoot. Owners won't go into the tax. Uh, they don't want to blow it up due to ticket sales. Get the Reinsdorfs out, please. Mm. They don't want to go into the tax. We all know that in pro basketball very much. You're not winning unless you you're not winning on the cheap in pro basketball. So if you think that you're gonna, this is not football, this is not baseball, right? You can win on the cheap in baseball. You got you might have one player that's making a lot of yeah. You might have you, you might have one player that's making a lot of money, and then a bunch of other players that's making a little bit of money. You can win on the cheap in baseball. I feel like it's rare the, that baseball teams on the cheap win. It's rare you, it happens. Well, it, isn't it always Boston, New York, the teams that spend all the money, the Dodgers, well, and and. Those are the teams that you do see there, but you also see teams that when, when they win on the cheap and then they end up getting rated. Like, so, for example, in 2016 with the Kansas City Royals when they won the World Series and then they basically blew the unit up. So, oh, yeah, you're not you, you're not winning on the cheap in pro basketball. So you're going to have to spend some money. The problem with the Bulls is that. Lonzo Ball broke down and because Lonzo Ball broke down. This might be something that's serious where you not you don't you don't know how far they're going, how much further they're gonna go with him. And because you don't know how much further they're gonna go with him, you gotta look in a different direction. If you draft Scoot, what does that mean for him? Does that mean that Alonzo that Alonzo Ball gets traded? Well, he just signed an 80 million dollar deal. So he's damaged goods. How much are you gonna get for him? And what are you gonna get for him? So Going into the luxury tax does not necessarily mean that we're going to win just because you're paying. Don't forget, Tone, in the 18-19 season, the Oklahoma City Thunder had the highest payroll in NBA history. They got bounced in round one. They didn't lose. They got bounced with Paul George and Carmelo Anthony and Russell Westbrook. They got bounced. So just because you're spending a lot of money does not mean that that's going to be a recipe for success. That does mean that you're just spending a lot of money. you got to spend it smartly. Uh, I agree, though. Let's get rid of the Reinsdorfs because in a market like Chicago, the third or fourth largest market in the NBA, mm-hmm. there's ways to make money. And you need to be in the – listen, you need to be in the tax if you're going to be competitive. And I think doing it on the cheap in such a – like if it was OKC, if it's you know Sacramento, if it's what Minnesota. Look, if they're trying to do things on the cheap, I, I get it. You're in Chicago. Mm-hmm. You're in Chicago. You you need to you need to you need to open up that wallet and 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 make it work. Because mm-hmm. listen, I you're not losing money. Let's be honest. Um, when you're in the tax, uh, so they need they need to figure that out. Um, uh oh, Nas or Jay Z? What teams do they play for? Escobar. He played for Queensbridge. Um, and and Jay Z. He played for uh Mossy. Mossy. Uh, but uh, bridge is over, right? Mossy is in Brooklyn. The bridge is over. The bridge yeah. is over. Hey, hey. Um, mm-hmm. That's Karis one. Uh, Nas for me. As, as much as I'm a, I'm a huge Jay-Z fan, lyrically, I think Nas is, is one of the three best lyricists I ever heard. And add that to the fact that he won the battle between him and Jay-Z. He eat to them. So. <laughs> Headshot. Um, Bing bong. Let me think. Okay. So. Illmatic was was still one of the greatest albums 
ever. Um, but when we're looking at, we're not looking at peak. <laughs> we're like, I'll put it into sports. We're not looking at peak. We're looking at totality of career. Mm-hmm. And when I look at totality of career, Jay-Z. He just he's he, I'm surprised you didn't pick him. He's he's like LeBron. He's just he's got he's he's got the long peak longevity. He's still relevant today. And he's over he's 50. Still relevant today. And he's over 50. He's still that's, doing that's crazy. Um where we go. Boom. Uh Kwabi again. Houston does not need any more young players. I think that's to the Wemba Nyama. Houston does Reed, not, do not need any more young players. I just don't like it. I don't like. I don't like what they're doing in Houston. Tone. There's no. What are they doing in Houston? Right. Exact. That's my point exactly. I don't like what they're doing because I don't know what they're doing. Jalen Green. Uh, as much as I love Jabari Smith, uh, Porter Jr. I don't know what the direction that this team is going in. And now you're gonna. Now you're gonna bring in another 18 year old kid. What are you gonna do with this guy? No, I, I do not like what they're doing in in Houston. No. Mm-mm. Someone said Jay-Z isn't relatable anymore. Well, he's our age. He's very relatable to us. He might not be relatable (laughs) to you because you're 21. Just like your mother or your father, you might not be able to to relate to your father because, you know, he's 50. How how relatable is Nas right now? Like, come on. But yeah, at their peak, Nas, Nas. I I think uh, Nas is very underrated. Uh, Fluent. Okay, Bears should trade the first pick. Get many draft picks as much as possible and build, um, build fields like Philly did with Hertz. Yeah, a hundred percent. In fact, um, the the reports out of Chicago are that they have some preliminary talks about actually trading down twice, mm-hmm. getting like five or six extra picks, and still having a top six pick. If that is even remotely true, if they can stay in the top ten and get five additional or six additional picks, absolutely, Ooh. you do that. Absolutely, because no, they've no got way. holes everywhere. They need wide receiver help. They need offensive mm-hmm. line help. They need defensive help. They they need help everywhere. So yeah, that's absolutely they should. Yeah. Um, now, like I said, unless the goal was to trade fields and um, trade fields and then build around you know Bryce Young or something, then different scenario. But yes, if if they're keeping that first pick or sorry, if they're keeping fields, yes, absolutely they mm-hmm. should trade that first pick a hundred percent. Um, for those that are tuning in saying, what the hell are Fluent and Chill doing up here in the morning? <laughs> um, we, are, we are doing a morning special, Fluent and Chill. Haley's on vacation again. Um, and and we got some we got some things we got to do tonight. So um, we're doing a morning. We didn't want to go. We didn't want to go a week without an episode. So we just decided no, to do it in the morning. We're not going to do that. We're yeah. definitely going to keep bringing it to you guys. Uh, Dorian Clayton. I think the Bulls need at the power forward spot. Mm-hmm. I think the Bulls need help at the power forward spot. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. If they were if they were to trade Levine and try to get a power forward, who would you all trade for? I think DeRozan needs to be back at shooting guard and Williams at the small forward. Williams at the small forward. Uh, uh, this Again, my man, the problem that we're having here is that your point guard was hurt. You looking at spots like the power forward in the center. Vooch is just fine in the post. You don't have a playmaker. That means that DeRozan now is your primary ball handler. Not only is he your primary ball handler, he's your primary distributor, him and Kobe White. That was not the plan. I'm not thinking about the power forward spot. I'm thinking about your lead guard. That's the difference in your program right now. (sighs) 
You know, I go back to the previous one, and I believe the Bulls. I, I just, I think they do need to just blow it up. I think get rid of DeRozan, get rid of Levine. Vooch, I think, is gone. Any or not Vooch? Yeah, Vooch is gone. I think, regardless, I think he's a free agent. If if I'm correct, or at least coming to the end of his his contract, just blow mm-hmm. it up. Just move on from everybody. If mm-hmm. you can find someone to take Lonzo, like you just said, his eighty million dollars, move him. And it's just. It's. I, I just think it's. It's a time to redo it. It's. It's. Let's just redo the whole. Let's just redo the whole thing. But again, and that's more likely that they'll do it because if their money, right? If there's things to do with money, mm-hmm. we know that they don't like to spend the money. So there you go, Jerry, um, Reinsdorf. That is. It, it helps. All right. So we're coming up. We got 45 minutes left before mm-hmm. uh, open gym. We're gonna go through the West a little bit quicker than we went through the East, and then we're gonna get to the rest of your super chats. Mm-hmm. Um, again, if your team is one of these teams, and you're like, I have to speak on it, just just hit hit us up in the chat, and I'll send you the link. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, Denver, Denver, 41 and 18, um, the number one seed. Most people's pick to come out of the West. Mm-hmm. Rise or fall. Rise, Tone. I think they get better. I like what Joker's doing. I like the way that uh, MPJ is shooting the basketball. Jamal Murray's getting better. I think that they rise. I think they get better. Uh, for those that are just coming in, uh, I'm asking the team. Chill is picking, and I'm going the opposite, regardless of my opinion. So Denver mm-hmm. falling. Um, well, because I can't rely on MPJ. He always gets hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're going to start to rest uh, Jokic because they know that the playoffs are more important. Mm-hmm. Um, than than the regular season, so they'll fall a little bit, but it's more to do with kind of rest and load load management. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think they're going to try and keep him f- um, have that. Like I don't think they want him to drop below that triple double. Mm-hmm. So I think they're going to give him some nights off to keep those stats up a little bit. Yep. Watch uh, the Memphis Grizzlies, thirty five and twenty two, finally won a game. Um, hot hot one game win streak. They are four and six in their last ten. Tone, I think they drop. I do. I think that they drop. I think that they've been too inconsistent. Win eleven games, lose nine. Win five, lose three. So I and and Triple J, who's been the catalyst, his basketball IQ bugs me sometimes. So and I think he's going to cost them some games. I think they drop. Brooks too. Brook Brooks is another one. Him and him and him and Triple J. Yeah, him and him and Triple J. I think they're going to cost them some games. I think they drop. All right. I think Memphis gets hot. Um, I think the same thing that us against the world mentality. They called us mm-hmm. fake thugs. They are all disrespecting us. The NBA hates us. The the pl- other teams hate us. The fans hate us. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's show these mofo's. Um, and, and Memphis, <laughs> Memphis, Memphis is on the rise. Um, fake thugs. Watch this. So what? I went to Cram Brook, and it's a private school. So what? That my parents have a real good marriage. I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you. Uh, the Sacramento—I said almost said San Antonio. Uh, the Sacramento Kings. It's mm-hmm. weird to have Sacramento. That I understanding. Sacramento, thirty-two and twenty-five, five and five in their last ten, lost one. I think they roll in tone. I think they may rise. Right. I like what they're doing with De'Aaron Fox and Sabonis is playing big. Right. Malik Monk coming off the bench, one of the better rotation guys in the league. Not only just him, Herder as well. So I really like what they're doing in Sacramento. I think they could rise. Sacramento, unfortunately, not because of their own, um, I believe because of the teams that are coming up that we're going to talk to in a minute, Sacramento will fall Mm. um, because the other teams beneath them have gotten better than they have uh, at the trade deadline. And Mm -hmm. so they're going to start to kind of 
reel those those guys in. Yep. Um, so next up, speaking of getting better, the Phoenix Suns, 32 and 27, nine back of first, mm-hmm. two in a row, seven and three in their last 10. Yep. Rise or fall. I'm not on the hook, Tone. I'm not on the hook at all. I don't I I, I know that you add in 27, 28 a game to your lineup, but this is a guy who's missed two months. It's not like he's just gonna get integrated right back into this lineup. They're going to start rolling, especially considering what they had to give up with Mikael Bridges and Cam Johnson. I'm not sold that they're they're going to go back up. I, in fact, I think that they could very well drop. I hate that you did this to me. I feel like you're doing this on purpose. All right, so the <laughs> Phoenix Suns, why are they going to rise? Because much like the Phoenix, of myth- they're just going to rise from the ashes. Oh, the Phoenix will rise from the ashes. <laughs> okay? And listen, in today's NBA... I don't need defense. I'm going to outscore you. So the fact all those defensive players got traded away, no problem. I got Kevin Durant, 30. Booker, 30. Uh, Ayton, 20. Paul, 20. That's 100 points right there. And I haven't even broken a sweat. So the fact that they have the best ever, the best ever plug-and-play superstar in Kevin Durant means that they're, they're immediately better. He, you don't have to change your system for Kevin Durant. You put him in any single system, yeah, and you're good. He'll shoot over anybody. He'll shoot the mid-range. He'll shoot the long ball. He's in. And now Chris Paul becomes the fourth option, and now a little bit slower, a little bit more calculated. All he has to do is really focus on distributing and picking his spots. He doesn't have to be the main catalyst for anything offensively. Don't forget, Kevin Durant was playing some of his best defense of the year before he got hurt in Brooklyn. Phoenix rises. That's what I'm saying, Tone. And we just got finished talking about, we just got finished talking about Chris Paul. I think that he may have the simplest job in the NBA today. Cause I could probably run point for the Suns right now. 28 over here, 27 over here. And I got a 17 and 11 guy on the box. I don't really have to do. I would love it. I would have open shots. It'd be beautiful. (laughs) I don't have to do much. The uh, San Diego paper clips are 32 Mm -hmm. and 28. Uh, they've won one, six and yep. four in their last ten. That's the Los Angeles Clippers. For yep. those that don't know who the San Diego Paperclips are, um, are they going to rise or fall? They're in fifth I, right now. I had them as a top five seed before the season started, and Kawhi Leonard has been playing much better since he's gotten back in the lineup. Um, I think that adding Bones to their lineup and adding Eric Gordon to their lineup makes them better. I think they could rise, Tom. I do. Uh, Clippers do what Clipper does. Uh, so they are going to fall. They're going to fall because I can't rely on my two superstars. PG and 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 Kawhi are are, are yeah. sometimeish at best. At best, sometimeish. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> at best, the, how many how many NBA Finals has the Clippers won? Zero. How many how many jerseys do they have hanging from the rafters? Zero. Yes, zero. Yeah, there's nowhere for the Clippers to go but down because that's what Clippers do. Um, Minnesota, thirty-one. 20 and 29. I'm actually I'm actually impressed that they're in sixth. Uh 31 and 29, excuse me. Uh six and four. Won their last one, one game winning streak. Tom, where, did, where did I have the Minnesota Timberwolves before the season started? I think you had them at sixth or fifth. I had them as a top, I had them as a top five seed. Say yeah. it, Tone. I'm telling you, watch out for these boys. They serious, right? I think and, and getting Mike Conley back in the getting Mike Conley in the lineup, having a distributor that can get them easier buckets because they weren't getting easy buckets with D'Angelo Russell. Right, so now getting the dude in Mike Conley to speed the game up and get them easy buckets in transition, and then when they get Cat back, I think that that makes them even better. I think they're a top five seed. Okay. 
when I told you that they were going to be a play-in team at best, at best. You did say that. Conley yes, was not did. on the team. Cat and Gobert were playing together. Mm-hmm. And what did we see with Conley not on the team and Cat and Gobert together? <clears throat> so when you say Cat's going to come back, <laughs> perfect. Cat is going to come back and prove me right. They are going to fall right back into the play-in <laughs> because it doesn't work with Cat and Gobert. It, I'll say it again slower, not for you, but for some of you. Cat and Gobert don't work together. So once he comes back, I can finally take a deep breath and watch them. (laughs) (laughs) The Dallas Mavericks, 30, same record, 31 and 29, Mm -hmm. uh, lost three in a row. Mm -hmm. How's that Kyrie trade working out? Five and five in their last 10. How are we feeling about Dallas rise or fall? We're going all the way with Dallas. No question about it. It, We're going to score a lot of points, but you're going to give up a lot of points too with this team and losing the perimeter defenders that you had, not only losing the perimeter defenders that you had, having the perimeter defenders that you have right now in both Irv and Luca, I think they're a detriment defensively. I don't think if this team is, if this team is a play-in team, not just a play-in team, if this team is a high seed play-in team, I would be happy for them. But I don't think that, the, I think they're going the other way. For those of you that are just joining us, uh, yes, it's a special edition of Floon and Chill in the Morning. It's a one-time thing. I'm never waking up this early again. Um, Haley's on vacation. Big Ox in the house. What up, Big Ox? <laughs> Haley's on vacation again. We're celebrating Chill's appearance on Hoopstream on ESPN. He completely dominated the two hosts, and they were they were, they were were in awe of you, which I think is just speaks volumes to how great a show Fluent and Chill is. Um, Ox, sure, yes, sure we, we got back-to-back. Don't do that part out. We got back-to-back fluid and chill and then open gym. Mm -hmm. Um, We are talking about the Dallas Mavericks. We're doing rise and fall. Mm -hmm. I go the opposite of whatever chill picks. So you have Dallas falling. I think they're going the other way, Tone. I do. I think they're going the other way. When you add a player as talented as and skilled as Kyrie Irving Mm -hmm. to the Dallas Mavericks, to a player who is one of the best players in the league, it's going to take them a couple of weeks to figure it out. But once they do... Once they understand, hey, here are my moments when I'm going to be on ball. Here are the moments when you're going to be on ball. Here's how I'm going to play, what I'm going to do off ball. This Mm -hmm. team will get the last maybe 10, 15 games. They'll go like 12 and and, and 2. They're going to go on a a run, um, and they are going to rise. I don't believe that. It was really hard to say. Um, (laughs) New Orleans Pelicans. 30 and 29. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are they? Uh, four and six in their last 10. Four and oh. six in their last 10. Yeah. Are they? Are the Pelicans on the rise or on the fall? They're going the other way, Tone. Zion is out. going to be out. another. He's going to be evaluated in another three to four weeks, which means that that's another month that he's going to be out of the lineup. Brandon Ingram is still playing himself back into shape. Um, they still don't have a lead guard. I In the West, you and I have already discussed this, how close the West is. I think that they go the other way. I do. I got I got I need a minute to think about this. I don't know. I, how well, I got to start giving Tony some more gifts. I, I, I gotta <laughs> gotta start no, no, no. I want you to know the, the whole point of this was you say what you believe. Yes. And and I'm going to go the opposite. Okay, the Pelicans are going to rise. Here's why they're mm-hmm. going to rise. Um Pelicans are going to rise because they now understand that Zion is out. 
I think they've been playing kind of wait and see and let's see when he's going to come back and 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 they were like almost holding a spot for him. I think they realized, hey, we don't have Zion. These are now our roles. BI is back. Mm-hmm. Uh, McCullum, hey, you need to be more of a lead guard and more of a facilitator. I know that's not who you are, but mm-hmm. we need you to do that. I think he has the capability to do that. I think they go on the, they go on a nice little run um, with Dallas and Minnesota <laughs> plummeting, and and they're able to rise. Mm-hmm. Did that sound convincing? No, not at all. No. All right, the Golden State <laughs> Warriors sitting at 500, 29 and twenty nine, mm-hmm. five and five. Everything's five hundred for them. They're twenty nine yep. and twenty nine. They're five and five in their last ten. Are they rise? Are they on their rise down the fall? They're going to go back up, Tony. They're going to get Steph back in the lineup really soon. Probably after the All Star break, they're going to get Steph back in the lineup. And not only are they going to get Steph back in the lineup with the with the with losing Wiseman, now I think that this opens up more run, even though he wasn't playing as it is. But now this opens up even more run for Kaminga. This opens up more run for Moody. This opens up more run for Jordan Poole. All of these guys, I think that they get better. I think that they're a top six seed. Well, I agree with you. Uh, I will say that uh, the Golden State, because I have to, they will fall. The Golden State mm-hmm. Warriors will fall uh, because I think Draymond is done. I think Clay thinks he's the same old clay and he's not, but he's getting those flashes of the old clay. So right. he's going to overshoot. Um, I think, I think Curry is a little banged up. He's not going to be himself going down the stretch. Um, I think he, they gave the players too much control by allowing mm-hmm. Steph Curry to go into management and say, get rid of Wiseman. He's not championship material. And them going, okay. And trading him and all the pieces that were moved. Mm-hmm. The guy that you're coming back. Well, He's not even healthy. He couldn't even pass his physical. So he basically mm-hmm. made a bunch of trades for nothing. He's not going to play. Yeah. He's not going to play. And now there's now there's that distraction of the off the court, the you know, the investigation, et cetera. Golden State Warriors falling, falling after the all-star break. <laughs> All right. OKC, and then we're going to do some more super chats and then do the bottom four. OKC is yep. the only, last one in the playoff game. Oklahoma City Thunder, one game one game below 500. This is why the play-in is dumb. You're letting teams sub 500. What did we always say when there was no play-in? A team that's under 500 shouldn't be in the playoffs. But now, hey, let's make it so that there absolutely is always a team that have a chance. They're 5-5 five and five in their last 10 as well. As well. Um, what are we thinking about the Thunder? I think they go the other way, Tone. Losing Muscala, I think that that was a huge addi- I think that was a huge loss for them. And they basically gave him away for a bucket of extra crispy and a six-pack. They didn't really get much for him. So with that being said, losing him, not only losing him, I like I don't get me wrong, I like J Dub. They call him they call him J Williams, they call him J Dub. I like his game and I like they got a lot of young pieces, but this last stretch, they got a pretty they got a pretty convention schedule, Tone, and I think that they go the other way. If you know SGA is playing as good as he's been playing, he's playing as good as any player in the league. But I think they go the other way. There's something that I know about Canadians, specifically Canadian basketball players. Mm -hmm. We get it done. We get it done at the end Mm -hmm. of games, at the end of seasons. And these guys got two. They got SGA. They got Lou Dort. Um, Your guy, J-Dub, 13 and 4, 12 and 4, whatever Mm -hmm. he's putting up. Josh Giddy, these too talented. This team is too talented to go backwards in the standings. They can sniff the playoffs. They can sniff the playoffs. I think that's going to be their motivation mm-hmm. to rise, to rise after the after the All Star break. All right, we got five teams left in the West. Mm-hmm. We're we'll take a quick, 
quick timeout from that to hit up your super chats. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let, let's go. Let's go through them. There's a because there's oh yeah our final topic is in the last five. I'm gonna skip that team. I'm gonna save them for the last. But let's 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 go. What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? We got good energy. The good energy podcast. I like it already. That's a good name. What's up, Flu and Chill? Do you guys think that the 2016 Cavs beat any of Jordan's finals opponents? Yes, I think that they beat the 91 Lakers. Um, I think they could beat the Blazers. Um, I think they handled the Phoenix Suns. I think they have a real difficult time with that Jazz team in '98. I'm not. I'm not going to say that they they don't beat them, but I think it's a dogfight because I think that Jazz team is the best team that the Bulls had seen, and that Seattle team. I think that they handled them too. Um, no, I don't think that. No, uh, now it depends on which rules we're using. Um, but I'm going to go with no. I'm gonna, I'm going to say those teams that that Jordan's Bulls faced were were way underrated. Mm. They averaged more wins than the teams that uh, LeBron's faced. So I think, no, I think they're defensive. The way they played defensive team ball, um, I think that, no, I don't think they beat, let me think, can they beat any of them? I think they beat the Trailblazers. I'll give them, I'll give them, <clears throat> I'll give them the Trailblazers. I'll give them the, they'll beat the Trailblazers. That's it. I don't th- I think they get smoked by the Suns. I think they lose. I don't think they can handle the, the Jazz. Smoked by uh, Phoenix, Tom? I think they get smoked by Phoenix. Wow. Phoenix can run up and down the court on them. Yeah, I think they're, they're the only reason Phoenix lost was because Jordan went like ballistic. Like, yeah, look at the numbers he yeah, put up. Did he won a game? Like, come on. So that's but I'm a, not even on that, Tone. I mean, a lot of people don't talk about the fact that as good as Jordan was in that series, yo, Scottie Pippen went, he went almost 20 and 10 in that series. Oh yeah, like nobody talks about that. They went, they went. Well, they were they became so focused on Jordan, yeah. who wanted to prove. Oh, you want to, you want Bark- Barkley's the MVP. Yeah. Barkley's MVP. I. Mm-hmm. He took that personal. Mm-hmm. Um, where are we? Super, oh yeah, super chats. We're doing. Um, Leah McLean hits us with another one. Thank you. Watching from Vancouver. I like the morning show. Ooh, Vancouver. What is it like? Eight thirty in Vancouver now. Mm-hmm. Thanks, thanks, Liam. Um, I love, they started. Have you ever been to Vancouver? I have not. That's on my bucket list, yo. It is beautiful. Yeah, Vancouver is on my bucket list. Yes, yeah, it is. It is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Melon Andre three thousand is the goat rapper and is heavily underappreciated. Under there's a difference between underappreciated and underrated, and I do think he's underappreciated. He's I, dope. I, I think he's underappreciated and un, under underrated because. I have him. I have him five all time, and I don't know many people that have him in their top five at all. I do not have him as a top five rap, rapper all time, but I think he's dope. No he's, doubt, yeah, hundred percent, yeah, absolutely. No, he's yes, absolutely. I think he's. I, I agree with you. I think he's under, uh, definitely underappreciated. Right? He, he's, mm-hmm. The self got something to say, and that's yes, because of Andre, and that's because of Andre three thousand. Mm-hmm. Um, Dorian Clayton uh, with the super chat. I understand that chill. I understand that. Chill. And to be honest, I thought in the offseason, we should have got D. Murray and got rid of Lonzo. I like Lonzo, but the injuries hold us back. And I think Murray helps the same slash more. Yeah, I do. I, I think that's what a catalyst is. Of of all your stuff that the, the plug in goals for those that don't know. Talking about the power forward spot, I think that the catalyst to this was at the lead guard because your unit was built around Lonzo Ball being healthy, and if he was healthy, we talk. We having a completely different conversation about your boys. Completely different. Uh, football CF Candy 
Uh, Fluent, uh-oh. Did you hear what Jim Itsay said? Jim Ursay. Oh, Jim Ursay said. Mm-hmm. Damn, spell check. Um, in his press conference, maybe smokescreen, but it could lead to Texans wanting to trade up, allowing two trades. Um, I did not hear what Jim Ursay said. Do you do you hear what Jim Ursay said? No, but I'm not that that's smoke and mirrors with with what Indianapolis is doing. I'm not buying it at all. And I think the logic with them is they got to draft the quarterback. Yes, they do. Well, I think that's isn't that what he's I think that's what he's saying. Is I don't that, think it's smoking me. I'm not buying the smoking mirrors logic. They got to draft the quarterback. We already tried tone. You you but that's what you're saying. That's what he's saying. I think he's saying if if the Colts said, Hey, we need a quarterback, we need to move up, would right. the text be like, Well, you're not moving up to one and they and they and they shoot up to one. They make a trade with the Bears to move up to one, so they get their guy. And then the Bears now are sitting with the number two pick, and the Colts say, "Hey, we want the second QB," and they move up. And that then maybe that's where two of those picks come. Maybe, yeah, maybe that may, yeah. that would make a lot. That would make a lot of sense. That's yeah. what I would do. I would I would send that story out if I'm if I'm the bear. Listen, what happens? Right, what happened to the Bears? The Bears should do what happened to them. They got duped, right? They were sitting there at number three. Mm-hmm. They talked to. Mahomes' dad and said, hey, we're taking him at three. We're taking Mahomes at three. And a bunch of dudes from other places called up and said, hey, we're getting a lot of interest, specifically your guys in San Francisco, I believe. Um, Was it San Francisco? No, no, no. Yeah, it was San Francisco, right? That was holding number two? No, 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 no. At that time? um, I'm trying to remember. Cleveland. I think it was Cleveland. No, 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 no. No, it was no, it was San Francisco. It was now that I think it is, it was San Francisco, 100 percent because it was John Lynch. And everyone's like, how the hell did John Lynch dupe these guys? So a bunch, they got a bunch of calls. Probably John Lynch said, hey, we're getting a bunch of calls for number two. A bunch of teams want to trade up to number two and take Mitch Trubisky. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, really? Okay, we'll we'll do that then. And they went up to number two and took him when they should have just stood right there and taken Mahomes at three. But anyways, I digress. Um. So, yes, uh, where are we? Here we go. Angie Carr. Angie Carr, what's up? Uh, congrats, chill, on hoop dream, Hoop's Dream. Um, you're mainstream now. I am not. When are we getting the 30 for 30 on Player's <laughs> Choice? I... Angie, I am not mainstream. No, I'm not. I'm I'm still running with my man Tony Tone and I'm I'm on player's choice. Uh she doesn't it's not saying you're a seller, she's saying you're main you're mainstream. You are mainstream. <laughs> Listen, just that. so you know, I'm I'm taking over his he he hasn't signed the contract yet, but I'm taking over as his agent. And we're gonna you think he's mainstream now. Woo, you wait, <laughs> we're gonna make 30 for 30. We're gonna do we're gonna do all that stuff behind the <laughs> behind the scenes. We're gonna do a cribs episode, everything. <laughs> um thanks, thanks for the super chat, Angie. Uh T God. Uh, how do you think AD and Boogie would have worked out? So I'm assuming healthy. It could have been Tim Duncan and David Robinson. That's what it could have been. Oh, set had, that bar real low. <laughs> that, that's that's what it could have been. Had had both of those dudes been able to stay healthy, we could have been looking at Tim Duncan and David Robinson. Because Boogie, before he before Boogie broke down, he was 25 and 14. Anthony Davis was in the conversation for being the defensive player of the year. And there wasn't a conversation between him and Giannis at that point. So we could have been looking at David Robinson and Tim Duncan. We could have been doing that. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm no argument. Yeah, you nailed it. I think that's where it is. Um Malin V. Mm-hmm. Uh hey Chill. Malin. Remember a while back I asked you guys if Jokic could win a third MVP while averaging 25 point triple double? You said no. What do you think now? 
It looks like it could be, it looks like it very well could happen. Yeah. It very well looks like it could happen, sure. By averaging it. I, I just thought that what I he had think, done I at the time you said you don't think he was gonna be able to average a triple double. If I was that not do I remember it that? Wasn't, it, 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 well, I don't think that averaging a triple double wasn't the thing because I mean you could average a triple double, especially him considering what he does, but I thought that he would have to do way more than twenty. I didn't even think twenty-five was enough. Even if he went 25, 10, and 11, I'm thinking to myself, that's not enough to win the league MVP, not for him, not considering that Denver is at the top of the Western Conference, and he's basically doing the same thing he did last year. So, yeah, he could very well win the league MVP, no doubt about it. I remember remember, I, the insiders you know, shared the, the press, the people that vote just really like Jokic. And, and the fact that He's if he averages that 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 triple double, that's why again I said I think they're going to rest him and and make sure he does that. And mm-hmm. I think he gets his third in a row. Now it might be his last one, but I think he gets a third one in a Win row. Win it three years in a row. That's pretty impressive, man. That is very impressive. All right, Liam McLean from Vancouver, Big L or Little Wayne. Little Wayne, no question about it. Big L is a what if. Big L is Derek Rose. He Big L is is Penny Hardaway. That's who Big Al is. Lil Wayne is not a what if. Lil Wayne is stamped. Little, look, yeah, and you're it's it's Lil Wayne. Big L, Big L is I see Big L more like Len Bias. Yeah. Right? Like he was gonna be everybody Fantastic. said, like I remember everybody said this is the next great rapper. This is going to be, he is going to be that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just we didn't get a chance to see it. We didn't get right. a chance to see it. So, like you said, the what if. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know how you're awake because it was Dub's birthday yesterday. And and Dub's awake and saying, is God real? Um, what up, Dub? I'm right here, Dub. So, yeah, I'm real. Um, all right, here we go. <laughs> here we go. The last five. The last five. The Utah Jazz. Okay, for those of you that just joined us, special morning edition of Fluid and Chill. Um, Haley's on vacation. We're taking your super chats and we're going through every team in the NBA. Will they rise or fall mm-hmm. after the all-star break? Chill gets to pick. I have to do the opposite. Mm-hmm. Utah. I think they go the other way. 31. I think they go the other way. Russ is not going to play for them. Not only is Russ not going to play for them, they lose Mike Conley, their primary ball handler and distributor. Not only do they lose him, marketing is now have to, marketing now has to take on an even more scoring role. So, as good as these guys are, I think that they go the other way. All right. So, why are they going to rise? All right. They're going to rise because they have Lori Markinen. Mm-hmm. They're going to rise because they moved on from Conley, who's, you know, a little slow, a little old for the way that they play. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, look, anyone who's going to be traded is traded. They've been surprising teams all season. Right at the beginning of the season, everyone thought they're tanking for Wambanyama, and all of a sudden, and and then they're they're in the playoff picture. They then come back down to earth, and everyone's like, "Oh, okay." They then trade away Conley and and and, and bring on Russ's contract, which we know they're just going to cut. Right, they're just going to release him. Mm-hmm. Hey, these guys want to lose. Well, we're not going to take them seriously, except for the fact that yo, these guys still want to play. These guys mm-hmm. still want to play, so they're going to go out and play and say again. We're, they're going to surprise some teams, and and when you're looking at who's ahead of them, 
they have an opportunity. They're going to beat, listen, they're going to beat Houston. They're going to beat San Antonio. They're going to beat some of these other teams that they're going to play a lot. And it allows them to, not by much, they're going to rise a little bit. They're going to rise mm-hmm. a little bit. Man, that one was hard. Portland Trailblazers. I think they rise. go up, Tone. I do. I think they go. I, I think they go up. Dame is over the last month. I know this sounds ridiculous to you guys, and, and I know that it might sound a little skewed. Just so you know, Dame over the last month, he's thirty-eight and eight. <laughs> I'm gonna say that one more time for the people in the Jeep seats. Dame over the last month, he's thirty-eight and eight. They're playing over the last four games. They're playing five hundred ball, but I think down the stretch, I think they make some adjustments, and they still don't have a rim protector. And they've been they've 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 done a terrible job in masking that this year. But I but I think that they rise considering who Dame is, and I think Dame gets them in the playing tournament. All right. So why are the Portland Trailblazers going to fall? Um, they didn't they didn't make the split. You know, everyone thought they were going to make some moves. They didn't really. Um, and there's still this rumor out there that in the off season, Sharp Sharp is gone, which I think is is an odd. Yeah, um, I don't get that neither. It's an odd move. Mm. So I think there's the only reason that's out there is there's something internal. There's a chemistry issue. There's something wrong. And if Dame's got to put up almost 40 a night, almost 40 a night, how many games now in a row? Uh and and I think I think of this last month, he's played of the 17 games in the last month, I think he has I think he's got six games where he's gone 40 or better. And they're five and five in their last ten and lost yeah. lost one. So there's there's something there. Dame's just playing for Dame. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't know that that's again. So I think I think Portland falls. Mm-hmm. I think Portland falls, and it's a lot to do with the team that we're going to skip, and we're going to go to San. And, we'll do let's do San Antonio and Houston. Let's just do them together, mm-hmm. and then we'll get to the last main topic of the show, the last fifteen minutes, and get them ready mm-hmm. uh, for open gym mm-hmm. uh, with Dubin Moore's. So San Antonio, Houston. I don't think San Antonio rises. I think that they fall. Um, but I think that Pop is doing the best job that he can to continue to teach these kids. But the Western Conference, especially at the bottom, especially at the top, has been so competitive that I think that they're going to have a difficult time making any headway, even though they got really good players in Keldon Johnson, right? Even though they got really good play, a really good player in Keldon Johnson, but I don't think that they can make any headway. And then when I look at Houston, Tone, again, I can't say this enough. What are we doing in Houston? What is the plan? Who is the franchise player? Not only who is the franchise player, who will be running the offense through? What kind of offense are we running? What kind of defensive attack do we have? Sagan, is he the best defender on the team? Is he their glass cleaner? Who's our best offensive player? We don't have any idea. We don't have any identity with a bunch of young kids. They have no idea what they're doing. I think Houston goes even further down. San Antonio's 0-10 in its last 10. Give me a break. They've lost 14 in a row. Houston is 2-8 in its last 10. They've lost 7 in a row. So my only case, since I have to pick them both to rise, is <laughs> they can't get any worse. Garbage. So they're gonna they're gonna eventually fall into a couple of wins. They're gonna like right. you know the ball's gonna bounce off someone's head and go in for a game winning bucket or something. Like they're just gonna trip and fall and find a couple of wins. So I'll go San Antonio. I have no case for them to rise, but let's say that that's their chance to rise. All right, it brings us to the last team that we're gonna talk about, and it was second other than. The rise and fall. It was can the Lakers, can the Lakers make a playoff push? And I believe I heard someone in the chat say 
Stephen A. Smith this morning on that other show, not as popular as ours, on that other show, mm-hmm. on that other network, um, said that they are the favorites to win the NBA champion. I'm not def- I'm definitely not going that far. I want to talk about overreaction. Yeah, I'm definitely not going that far. I can appreciate adding uh, Vanderbilt, one of the better DN3 guys in the game, Beasley, one of the better long ball shooters in the game, which is what they needed. No doubt about that. I wasn't sure, Tone, about adding D'Angelo Russell, considering he's a primary ball handler, how he's going to play off James, and how would James play off for him. But it actually looks pretty good. It doesn't look bad. The key to this whole thing, because this unit, you and I have had this conversation countless times, Stone. The key to this whole thing is this unit is built around Anthony Davis being healthy. If he's not healthy, this team is going nowhere. I've said before the season started, I can't see them missing the playoffs with James and AD healthy. But at this time, 13th place, this team is not very good. But they've looked good as of late, so they could rise. Are you you really picked the Lakers to rise? <laughs> Can, I can't believe it. I can't believe I said that. I wish you didn't because there is no case for them to fall. Um, the only case for them to fall is AD and LeBron stay hurt. Like that injury to his LeBron's foot is worse even than they think, and mm-hmm. AD never gets healthy, and that's how they can fall. But this team is four and six in their last ten, so they haven't been good. They won their last one, obviously. Mm-hmm. They looked really good uh, last night. But let's let's be honest. They are 14 games back of first. They are two games back of the play-in. They are three and a half games out of sixth. Mm-hmm. And remember what I said to you. Their goal should be that. Their goal should be sixth. And here's why. If they can move into that, assuming everything else stays the same, um, right? Assuming everything stays the same. Mm-hmm. Save that. Um, they That would put them into sixth, which would give them a first-round matchup with the Sacramento Kings. And if I'm the Lakers, I want the team that hasn't been in the playoffs for since what 2006. That's the team I want to face. That's what I want. That's the team I want to face. If I can beat them, I get Memphis in the second round because it would be the two three matchup, right? And I've right. taken that through. So the two three matchup, and I get Memphis in the second round, who has been very inconsistent, who's a very good team, but they're very inconsistent. Again, don't have the the experience. I'm, I want that inexperienced team because the other options are Denver, the number one seed, who I don't want to face early. Mm-hmm. Phoenix, with Kevin Durant, who I don't want to face. And probably the Clippers, again, who I don't want to face, again, early. So my easiest road, I would think, would be Sacramento, Memphis, and then, hey, now i got to play the you know whoever wins between Denver and whoever they have to go through. So let's say it's Denver, again, assuming everything works out. Well, that's my easiest, easiest path to the finals. So there are only four games. Let me There are only four games out of that. Four games is not a lot with how many games have they played? They played 27, uh, 59, 59 games. So I think they have 20, 24 yeah, games, 23, 23, 23 games left. left. 23 mm-hmm. games left. I got to make up four games. That's not a lot. That's not a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think so. Let, let's the super chat was what nobody in the West wants. Yeah, nobody in the West wants to wants to face the Lakers when healthy because well, you've got when healthy two guys that are definitely top 10. Mm-hmm. Some guys will argue top five. So you got two guys that are top five, and now mm-hmm. they have some shooting. They have some defense. They have some length. Like, they're a much better balanced team than they were two weeks ago. So, yeah, I think – I think. look, am I picking the Lakers to make the NBA final? 
No, I got to see them play no. together first. Mm-hmm. But if healthy, is there a team in the West that's just no chance of them beating? Like, is there, if you, again, all things healthy, is there a team in the West that you're just like, no, this team's running away with it? You're hesitating, which means no. No. Which means no. I mean, I, I, I like Denver. I think that they had the best opportunity to, dethr- to, to dethrone the Golden State Warriors, but there's no clear-cut team like when Kobe and Shaq was running around. No, right. I don't see nothing like that, Tom. There's no, there's no proven team right now. Like you right. even say, you, you, you have are, are, are on record of saying the West still goes through the ninth seed Golden yes, State Warriors. I'm on record saying that. We're the ninth seed. <laughs> yes. So there's 100% an opportunity there. Uh, mm-hmm. We have a couple more Super Chats. we got 10 minutes left before uh, Open Gym. Uh, Bruno, I'm not going to say your last name because I don't, don't want to be rude. First ever Super Chat. Hey, thanks, Bruno. Uh, I watch you all religiously. Mm-hmm. Chill. Can you explain what a glass cleaner is? A glass cleaner. That's the rebounder. The backboard is made of glass, and the guy cleans up the he, the guy cleans the glass. That's the rebounder. He 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 does all the dirty work. Now you're more fluent. Um, we don't. People don't call it that anymore. I think that's probably why. Like rebounders, like you don't hear mm-hmm. that a lot. Cleaning the glass, right? Um, which is weird because you know we didn't always have glass backboards. No, we did not. <laughs> I believe that Kawhi Leonard changed that to board man. That's what he is now. Oh, that's right. He was a board man. That's right. Yes. He's a fun. He is a fun guy, though. Yes, sir. <laughs> Best laugh. <laughs> um, King Dubs became a new member. Congratulations. Thanks, brother. Welcome, through, brother. Welcome. And Come Angie through. Carr hit us up. Um, Hello, Angie dear. Hello. Take some teams that reside in a state with multiple and. Re- Relocate them to states without teams, like a Washington state, Kansas, Maryland, mm-hmm. with a rich basketball history to have a dog in the fight. That's interesting. That is really interesting. Sure. Because you want um, you want to hear something funny? You probably yes. know this already. I always want to hear something funny. All right. I don't know. That's funny. It's interesting. Um, outside of California and Texas. When, what was the last Western Conference team to win an NBA championship outside of California and Texas? Outside of California and Texas. So Golden State won it. Okay. Outside of Golden State. Bop, 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 bop. The last Western Conference team to win it. Now that I think about it, when I go back, let's see, Tony, I'm glad you brought that up because the last – Western Conference team to win it. So if you run down the teams from the last, let's see, the Warriors won it last year, the year before that. Milwaukee won it the year before that. Uh in 20, in, in, in 20, in 20, the Lakers won it. In 19, Toronto won it. In 18, the Warriors won it. 17, the Warriors won it. 16, Cleveland won it. 15, the Warriors won it. 14, San Antonio won it. 13, the Heat won it. 12, the Heat won it. 11, Dallas won it. 10, the Lakers won it. 9, the Lakers won it. 8, Boston won it. 7, San Antonio won it. 6, Miami won it. 5, San Antonio won it. 4, Detroit won it. 3, San Antonio. 2, Lakers. 1, Lakers. 2000, Lakers. 99, uh, San Antonio. 98, Bulls. 97, Bulls. 96, Bulls. 95, Rockets. 94, Rockets. 93, 
uh, Bulls, 92, Bulls, 91, Bulls, 90, Detroit, 89, Detroit, 88, uh, Lakers, 87, Lakers, 86, Boston, 85, Lakers, 84, Boston, 83, uh, Philly, 82, Lakers, 81, uh, let's see, 81, won it in 81. Boston won it in 81, I'm sorry. In 80, the Lakers won it in 79. That was it. Seattle won it in 79. That was the last, 79 was the last <laughs> year. That a was team, out, a Western Conference team, excuse yeah. me, a Western Conference team outside of Houston, yeah. or sorry, outside of Texas um, or California, won an yeah. NBA title. It's forty-three years ago. Yeah. So, so, so to Angie's, so to Angie's thing, <laughs> you know what is it? Do you think is it time that they um that they move some of these teams out of California and and Houston and, and give you know states like Washington, Kansas, Maryland? Okay. Well, first of all, there are teams like there's, there's a team in the D.C. area. In the DC, Maryland area. Okay, Washington yeah, fair area. enough. Fair enough. That's that's number one. Number two, but Washington. Kansas, I think we all agree Seattle needs a team, right? No, no question about it, Angie. If when they're starting to expand, the first place, forget Las Vegas, forget St. Louis, forget all those other teams. Basketball needs to be back in Seattle. No doubt about that, one hundred percent. And I think that these teams just they can compete. It's not like just in California and Texas; those are the only places where teams can compete and compete for NBA championships. Teams can compete for NBA championships in Philadelphia. I just think these teams need to be ran better. What other what what teams in the in the West? You got Seattle. No, I don't mm-hmm. have Seattle. Excuse me. You have Portland. Mm-hmm. See, I, I I'm, I'm I so want Portland as uh, Seattle to have a team. Uh, you have Seattle. Minnesota, what like what team outside of Phoenix? Is, Phoenix is Phoenix. The yeah. way that they're running yeah. things, Phoenix, no question about that. Uh, let's see, and we're talking and about teams. To, I, you had to pick. Let me let's yeah. do that. That's a better question. Right, you have to pick a Western Conference team outside of outside, outside of Texas or outside California. Of Texas or California. The way Sacramento is playing right now, I, oh, wait a minute, Sacramento's in California. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah. So no. So here are your options. Here are your options. You got Denver. Mm-hmm. Memphis. Stop right Phoenix. there. Denver. Denver. That's it. Next. Yes. Denver. I don't need to talk about anybody else. Denver. Because Minnesota's not winning one. Mm-mm. I don't think so. New Orleans think... ain't winning one. No. OKC's mm-hmm. not winning one Dallas. anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Utah's no, not winning one. Oklahoma Portland. City. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. No. So it's, it's probably Denver, Memphis, or Phoenix. I'd, mm-hmm. I'd say Denver, Denver, Phoenix is probably the next most likely if I had to if I had to mm-hmm. pick. I had to pick. All right. Uh, last one. How are we doing on time? Oh, perfect. Look at this perfect timing. Last super chat from Leaf Diggy. You got something to say. Uh, we ain't done, chill. Uh-oh. You ran that ESPN Stephen A. Smith narrative. The league is better when the Celtics, Lakers, Knicks is good. Correct. But yet Denver, Memphis, Sacramento, Milwaukee won a chip. Is top the standings. I'm still mm-hmm. tripping, though. You are still tripping. You know why? Because the last I checked, viewership in the NBA goes up when these guys, Lakers, Clip, Lakers, uh, Celtics, and the Knicks. The league is much better when these guys are better. That's a fact. You said to me a couple of days ago, whether it was yesterday or a couple of days ago, you were sick of seeing these teams. And the reason why you're sick of seeing these teams, Steph Curry and, and the, way, the, way the, league, the, the way the league is rigged, you're sick of seeing these teams because your boys – 
aren't there. Because if Brooklyn was at the top of the league, we would be you would be on the you wouldn't be on the fence, you would be on the roof screaming how awesome the league is. You would absolutely do that. But you saying that right now because your crew is for lack of a better term, whack. <laughs> but they're building and I like what they're doing. I like what and they're going the other way. But if your crew was at the top of the Eastern Conference, you would not have the same energy. So I'm not buying it at all. I'm not. Um, I want everyone to know, speaking of numbers, we're going to do a basketball version. We're going to do a basketball version of this. And mm-hmm. actually, you don't even know this because Chill Chill was too busy uh, being superstar ESPN. ESPN. You went on national TV um, and uh, doing his thing and left me alone. I had to interview uh, I was okay though, but I interviewed um, Murray Warnoff uh, from Ad Taxi, who had like all these incre- like crazy stats about the NFL, like mm-hmm. where people watched it, how many streamed, how many. So if you're into stats and numbers on viewership, because we brought up your viewership, um, that's going to be posted on on our channel here later this afternoon. Um, we're going to have him back because he has a bunch of numbers on gambling, so we're going to do mm-hmm. that too. Um, and so you got a morning episode of Flow and Chill got to go to is it i thought it was hoops central is it hoops dreams or hoops central it's hoops central it's hoops it's hoops stream oh hoops stream mm-hmm. all right so check out my interview with murray and get some stats and numbers and get more fluent in figures mm-hmm. go check out hoops stream with with our guy chill j dub they gave they gave you every every single name the fact that they didn't put any clips of fluent and chill but they put clips of you and that other dude on a, and that other show I really didn't like that. I'm going to have to communicate. And I didn't get an opportunity to shout us out because like, I'm going to listen. The, the guy that reached the out producer. to me to book that, the guy that reached out to me, to, I'm his agent. If you don't know, the guy reached out to me to book you for that show. Um, I'm going to have some words with him uh, because he didn't put any clips. He put some other clips on there. So we got a problem with that. <laughs> um, but other than that, it's we're we're 30 seconds away from open gym with dub and mars so uh next week thursday we'll be back on our regularly scheduled time 9 p.m with hosts mm-hmm. with part what's her what's her name now not halftime haley playmaker. playmaker haley will be back then as well mm-hmm. uh but until then uh this is especially for uh uh this is especially for dub take it light but take it <laughs> happy birthday dub <laughs> happy birthday dub what are you tw- what are you what are you 15 now